following program is a proud member of the Palava family of podcasts. Check out all the shows over at palava.com. That's P-A-L-A-V-I.com. Scuttle on home. This ain't none of your business, Slick. My name isn't Slick. It's Zoidberg. John f***ing Zoidberg. I'm tired of being thankful for scraps. Still, they want us to love them anyway. One day, somebody's going to have to make a stand. One day, somebody's going to have to say, enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. His horse through town to send those warning shots and bells that uh, we were going to be secure and we were going to be free. Too little, too late, too obvious. Madam, you are a clear and present danger to the safety and security of this nation. When it comes to bullshit, big time, major league bullshit, you have to stand in awe. In awe of the all-time champion of false promises and exaggerated claims, religion. No contest. No contest. Reveal to us God's will that we may blindly obey. Free us from thought and responsibility. We shall read things off you. Then do them. Your words guide us. We're dumb. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. You serious? I just, I just told you that a moment ago. All right. So, hey, everybody. Sorry, I was reading a little something there. Yeah. So put your drink on it, because last week that worked out really well for you. It did work out really well for me. As the water kind of permeated the ink on the voicemails. It did not. You can put the shit right on the counter. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It's fine with the thing All right, whatever. Just making sure you can read. I can read. All right. I smart. (laughs) S-M-R-T. R-T. (laughs) So episode 156... Really? Yeah. Well, that's I thought that I, was last week. That's what I labeled it. Oh, no, I guess this is 156. That's right, because Scott was talking about... Yep. Oh, no. Oh, wait, this is the week. I think we... No, no, I think we totally fucked him up. He had to do something last minute. <laughs> so he's like, should, should I wait to send it in? And I'm like, yeah, probably, because somebody will call us out on it if we uh, pretend oh. that this week is three years. So it's only, what, about a month? I mean, three years, about September 22nd, right? Yeah, less yeah. than a month. Yeah. So... No, a little bit more than a month. What the fuck is today? Today's the tenth. Oh yeah, so it's I don't fucking Whatever. care. Whatever. It's coming up. Yeah. Ish. <laughs> hey, I saw, and this isn't anything I normally comment on or notice, but I saw the worst shoes ever. Really? Last week. Yeah. I won't say where I was. <coughs> Imagine. And my wife told me these. This is like the new thing. Uh huh. I don't, I don't like it. Imagine just below knee high, cowboy boot style. Okay. Okay, but instead of going down in the front, it's a point. So okay. Like, we're talking like like below the knee go go boots. Okay. With silver like stud accents on the things. Uh huh. Okay. It's fine, right? All right. White. All right. White leather, or some approximation of that and then when it goes down right to where about where the arch of your foot is the center of the arch yes if you were to measure front to back Uh heel to toe um cut the whole front off 
Okay. So just, it's just, open... just to make it easy, right? But then have the in-between-the-toe sandal thing. So it's an open-toe flip-flop boot. It's go-go sandals. Is that what they're called? Pretty much. I Can don't, we I don't know what them? the fuck they're called. I wouldn't even know where to start. Let's do... Let's Google them. But they were the ugliest fucking things I have let's, ever seen. Let's look on the Google. I don't know what you would call them. I'm going to say go. Go. <laughs> Go-go sandals. Go-go sand. <laughs> You're going to get some weird fucking, like, It's probably pages. some weird fucking fetish. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. They, they, were, they were hideous looking. I would honestly... I prefer Crocs over those. Um, That's how ugly they were. No, I'm not seeing anything like that. Well, if anybody knows what the fuck Chris is talking about. Yeah, give us a call at 206-338-3094. Are you serious podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, Weird. Really weird. Like, I almost said, can I take a picture of your shoes? (laughs) Just to put them on Facebook and say, nine, 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 nine. Nobody's going to fucking believe me. Um, No, I'm not seeing anything. And I'm like six pages in on The weird thing was it was like, like, remember the the leather boots from the 80s? The kind of slouchy, high type of boots that had the little studs on them, the pyramid studs? And they were kind of slouchy? Yeah. They were like... Boots that were an erection and then yes. not, they were like... Well, it's like you were wearing giant foreskins on, yes, exactly. on your legs. Flaccid yeah. boots. Yeah, kind of like that. It, uh, they reminded me of 80s boots. That's unfortunate. With sandals in the front. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sad. I didn't see anything on the Google. Wrong. It's just um, wrong. Hey, you know what I saw? No. Um, oh, wait. Going back to <laughs> talking about footwear. Yeah. Um, my son got his annual pair of school shoes okay. what he wanted to wear yeah. all right we're, we're we're a converse um you know all-star chuck taylor family right, right, okay right. occasionally all right we'll get some vans but oh, we don't yeah, stray, it's, it's all kind of the same we yeah. don't stray too much from from the chucks right all right right so my son is so fucking cool uh-huh. all right chuck taylor's low tops purple Okay. All right. Now, you think, now my first thought when Julie told me about these were, all right, I love my gay son, right? No, they're not. Well, okay, go ahead. Yeah. He's not not drinking mineral water. No. That's that's all a Heather's reference there. Yeah, I know. Um, He rocks these things. They look fucking awesome. I thought they were going to look girly (laughs) on him, but Cole is such a fucking dude (laughs) that they look, that they just work well i think i think the 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 older you get and the bigger your feet get yeah the less colors you can wear like i cannot wear red or yellow i can still wear red because i what size is your shoe 10 10 and a half yeah i'm a 13 so yeah, i either oh, those look, are clown those are those are exactly i'm fucking fizzbo at that yeah. point right <laughs> or if i wear yellow they're they look like fucking banana canoes yes can't do it yeah. Black. I'm good with black. Yes, yeah, and I bought I these actually. The, the one stars, the low tops. They're yeah. a lot more comfortable than I thought they would be because they're not like canvas. Yeah, it's the first pair of like squishy, comfortable shoes I've had in a long I time. I want to get a pair of brown ones. How the fuck did we end up talking brown. about? Because we're talking. You started talking about weird, fucked up sandal boots. Yeah, but now we're talking about okay stuff. So. Anyway, um, 
You know what? I, I went to the movies. Uh, did you? I did. Was that a... Did I, No, I did not know you went to the movies. I knew there was a way to answer that. <laughs> I saw... I've seen a couple movies, actually. Saw Super 8. Yeah. Did you see it? Yeah. You didn't like it? I was not impressed. I liked it a lot. I thought it was... I thought there were some holes in the story that I had some issues with. Um, yeah. But... But otherwise, I thought it was it was like watching an old Spielberg movie. Yeah, but it didn't have a heart. Spielberg movies have a heart and an innocence. I'll and, give you and that. And this really didn't. Well, because it's a J.J. Abrams movie. And yeah. he needs to have the weird monster. But things, there but you are a couple things you that didn't there, make sense there's, for me. There's weird monsters in Spielberg stuff, too. But, you know. Go ahead. What? A couple things bothered me about this movie. Yeah. First question. Um and it may have been something I missed. Okay. But no one I know who has seen it can't answer the question for me. Can't or can? Cannot. Okay. All right. And the movie's been out long enough, so I'm not going to... Yeah, so we'll just, say, we'll just say spoiler alert. Yeah. Ugh, gay. So... Um, you can't say gay. The movie's been out for two fucking months. I said you can't say gay, not you can't make fun of spoiler alerts. <laughs> anyway. Hey, we're progressive on this show. Uh, so... Um, <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> So um, the monster yeah. takes the sheriff, the chick with the curlers in her hair, uh -huh. and Dakota Fanning's sister. Right. Why? I thought he was eating them. Okay. So it had been a couple of days. Yes. Right? Why the fuck didn't he eat the sheriff yet? Because uh, the sheriff was there for a couple of days. It's been oh, a couple yeah. of days. Oh, yeah. Okay? And... So that, that that I had a problem with that. Yeah. Also, if the thing was like being subterranean and shit like that, right? Why did it bother to come up, dig a hole in the fucking the shed? Yeah. yeah, just to have a hole. No, I think that was so it could go out and get. But it didn't go out of the shed. Didn't it go out and grab? It people? couldn't have. It was too big. It was in the fucking shed. Yeah, see, I didn't. It couldn't have gone in. It couldn't have gone in and out through the shed because it. Mm. Like, it well, it I don't know. Maybe doors. It could, maybe it could pull its legs in really close. I don't know. Why would it bother? Why not just destroy the fucking shed and well, have a hole it, in the it need, Well, because obviously, then they would know where it is. Okay, it's not a. It's not a stupid alien. All right, I just didn't see the point of that. I didn't see why Elle that Fanning... one. I kind of okay, sure, but the when when it killer clowned everybody and like left them hanging, at least the killer clowns would like go and drink out of the people with straws. Right. This was like okay, if you're gonna like, I'm gonna mix up a whole bunch of movies, but if you're gonna she lob it and you're just gonna leave it there for a little bit, you know, at least it should should have something in there turning right. its guts into juice. <coughs> So uh, I, I don't, and, and then I thought, it's just like, okay, fine. Um, the monster takes L Fanning. Right. Because it brings the hero down into there, lets yes. him talk to the dude or whatever. But you know what? You didn't even need him to go down to do that. There are countless times mm. when he could have confronted the creature. Yeah. Okay? And I, I honestly thought. need that. I thought, I thought there was going to be more of a conversation since she had been touched by the thing. I thought there would have been a connection and she could speak yeah. for it. Or the, yeah, we were going to get that. We were going to get a taste of that psychic connection between yeah. the but boy it, and the creature. But they took it from what it was in the movies and what it did to the to the school teacher and turned it into 
just a monster yeah. instead of an alien. It was it was it was a little bit all over the place. So um I I still I still enjoyed it. Like those little holes didn't oh, yeah. start bothering me until like after I walked out of the theater. Did you stay through the credits and uh, watch like their their movie? No, I didn't see that. You part. should have. That was really good. Yeah. That was cute. Yeah. That I, was cool. I couldn't. So um, and then <laughs> That was I not saw, included in my print. I see. <laughs> I saw um Rise of Planet of the Apes. I don't want to know a thing. We're not gonna talk about uh, that. I'm just gonna two words. Yeah. Fucking awesome. That's what everybody's saying. Fan and fucking test. Because I I'll tell you there's some parts of that trailer that like just hit me. Like I'm like Really, really well done. And I have to tell you, I mean, obviously they're gonna do sequels to it. Yeah. But it didn't hit you over the head with where elements of the sequel like sort of where they sprinkled clues. And when you do see it all, I'm gonna tell you this, I'm gonna tell everybody else that this. When you see it Stay through the credits. Okay. Okay. Not all of them. You don't have to stay through all of them, but there's something okay. that happens sort of in the middle of the kind of like a kind of like a um a um what was the last thing I saw that had something in the middle? Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah. Green Lantern does that Transformers thing. type thing where yeah, it's a little bit into so, the credits. Stay through the credits. There's even some sort of weird kind of some graphics through the credits. Oh, okay. That sort of lead you to oh. once you start thinking about a sequel. You can see where they sprinkled clues throughout the movie. Okay. But it was really, really well done. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, obviously, there's other Planet of the Apes movies. Yeah. There's the Mark Wahlberg one, which I don't which really, doesn't, I don't doesn't, really talk about. It doesn't count. Would this one play into the 60s ones? Like, if they didn't make any more, is this a suitable sequel instead of the other one they had with Caesar? If anything, it would be kind of... A prequel, but this, if anything, though, depending on how they do the next one, yeah, um, I would depending on how they do the next one, I would call this a genuine reboot. Okay, of this all right story, a genuine reboot where it could because the start is different. Uh, than kind of where everything because okay okay and what sort of fucks it up is that the name Caesar that one of the apes has in this one is similar to in the old series right, this right. Is Caesar Who and the if you try yeah exactly whatever, yeah. well if you try to connect because that Caesar is a baby that right. t- I think that happens in the second or third movie mm. so if you try to connect those it sort of throws off the chronology a bit okay so not connecting this current movie right. with those. I think that it would be more of a genuine reboot. Okay. And it is absolutely fantastic. I saw it with Cole and huh. we loved it. We had a great time. He can't he wants to see it again. Nice. Yeah. And he doesn't see a lot of movies twice. Yeah. You know? Huh. Until like later when you get a DVD or yeah. whatever. But um I'll be honest, I was never a huge fan of Planet of the Apes because that was kind of like Mm, sort of the generation right before me it was their thing like people five years older than me yeah like like i had i had the toys i have never seen all of the movies straight through i have them yeah now um (laughs) yeah and my um, my wife's brother was totally into them but i was and ellen we were both star wars generation not planet of the apes yeah i had like i said i had a couple of the toys i think i kind of remember because i think they had a cartoon yes i I watched the cartoon but and i know you know i know enough about it that 
the um I think it's Weird Al Yankovic does Amadeus as Dr. Zayas. Oh, no, that was The Simpsons. That's The Simpsons. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's right. It is. Yep. Uh, but it's to the tune of Amadeus. Yes. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Yep. All right. So there, there you go. Um, my son, by the way, has been watching a lot of The Simpsons lately. No, I can see that. So, yeah. And he's really been like, uh, he's just been kind of exploding creatively lately. <laughs> nice. It's really interesting. So, so the original Heston ones, that's that. That's that. They're their own thing. That's that. Yeah. Tim Burton was an anomaly. Yeah. Tim Burton was like the here. like the Ang Lee Hulk. Yeah. It okay. happened. You know. You know what it is. It's like it happened. Some people like it. Well, right, you know what it but, is. It's like it's as though those movies happened in Vegas. You know, <laughs> yeah. What happens? Yeah. What, what movies happen in Vegas? Yeah. Stay in Vegas. All right. Yeah. Yeah. There's some other ones like Superman Returns. Yes, that's exactly. another Vegas. That's a one. Vegas. We could actually start calling those. <laughs> we could actually start calling these things Vegas movies. Yes. Yes. Okay. And if they if they recast the Green Star Lantern. Wars Holiday Special, the was is a Vegas movie. Oh, that's more like the Leper Colony. No, that's. <laughs> That's a that's a that's a it's the syphilis ward in Vegas. Yeah. So, but it's something that you know is not part of the continuity. Something that is just like, oh yeah, we don't talk about that. Yeah. The Dolph Lundgren Punisher, right? The the Captain America from the nineties, right? Yeah. So <laughs> there's a lot. Yeah. Actually. Anybody else yeah. out there who has? Um, <laughs> Vegas movies. We can start talking about those. So send yeah. them in to are you serious podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. So but it was it was really, really good. I really liked it. Nice. Nice. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad that's good because um August movies generally don't yeah. do well or aren't very good. Right. So that's nice to see. That's really nice to see. Uh what else have I oh I finished watching all of uh, 30 Rock. Oh, okay. There was one night I was like, I had like maybe 10 minutes left in an episode to watch. Yeah. And so like I get home and I was just sort of sat in my car and I grabbed my phone and I was just like, I'll just watch this. And I'm sitting in my, <laughs> in my driveway laughing my fucking head off. And you yeah. know, like when my window's open, it's summer. Right. So I go in the house. It's like 11 o'clock. Julie's like, what the fuck were you doing? Just <laughs> like I was watching Thirty Rock. It was the one where Liz sort of starts doing the talk show for oh, Deal Breakers, yeah, and like they're trying to do like the opening credit type of things, right? And they're like, "Okay, wave." Oh god, she's so bad wave, at it. Wave like a human being. That was the one with the high def stuff. With the right? high def with stuff. Muppets, oh man, yeah. I was fucking dying. Yeah, so good. Oh uh, well, speaking of Muppets. Yeah. You like that? Yeah, well done. Let's segue right into this. Petition calls for Sesame Street's Bert and Ernie to be married. Oh god. Yeah. This is on this is on time. Newsfeed.time.com. Fucking people. Although Sesame Street's creators have never said the two characters are gay, viewers have long speculated that roommates Bert and Ernie are more than just friends. They also think that Tinky Winky's gay and Barney because he's purple. Perhaps a new petition started by Illinois resident Lair Scott was prompted yeah, was prompted by the changing tide in the U.S. in June. New York became the sixth and largest state to legalize same-sex marriage. 
Or maybe people just want Sesame Street to continue with its progressive message, which has seen the show deal with sensitive topics of race, death, and self-acceptance. Okay, go ahead. Some people might think that if Archie Comics can introduce its first gay character, then Sesame Street, which celebrated its 40th... Who the fuck still reads Archie? 40th... uh, Kenneth on 30 Rock. (laughs) Celebrated its 40th anniversary. And the uh, boyfriend, the on-again, off-again boyfriend of, of Penny on Big Bang Theory. Anyway. The one that, that, that coined yeah. the term appetizer. <laughs> yeah. Um, <coughs> celebrated its 40th anniversary in 2009. Should uh, certainly let two of its, quote, gayest characters marry. Opponents of the petition say that having Bert and Ernie marry all of a sudden w- could confuse children who have never caught on to the rumors. Would children then think that men who live together must be gay? Other critics say the move would be too political for a children's program because these are, in fact, Muppets we're talking about, none of which are married or even in romantic relationships. If anybody's going to get married, it should be Big Bird and Snuffleupagus. That's a weird relationship. Yeah. Um, the show is, after all, supposed to be about the ABCs and 123s, but in the past, Sesame Street has introduced a Latina Muppet as well as an HIV-positive Muppet, so producers aren't exactly ignoring cultural shifts. Scott, the petition creator, believes that allowing the characters to marry or introducing a transgender character could help bullied and struggling LGBT kids, quote, know they are beautiful. No, I'm sorry. No. Hold on, I only got like two okay. sentences left here. And their lives are worth living. So far, more than 700 other people agree. Oh, um, it was just one sentence. I'm sorry. It's no. It's Bert and Ernie. It's it's Bert. There. You know what? Does that no. mean that's? A, I mean, seriously. Like my brother, his first apartment. It was him and four other guys. Should they have paired off and gotten See, I, married? I just, I just don't think that kids don't. It doesn't matter. I mean, the, 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 this the, whole thing about you know bullying and you know lesbian, gay, transgender stuff like that. That's not. An issue for kids who are watching Sesame Street. No, it's too young. But it, it but, is, it is however, way too young. However, no, I don't. Rosita, no. who speaks Spanish, that's I'm all for that. Yeah, that's fine. That's perfectly fine. And and HIV is, I mean, it's it's it's, it's a disease. Yeah. It's I so, mean, it could. I mean, you 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 could introduce a character that has cancer. Okay, yeah. I think that you could even no. No, just fucking leave it alone. Don't. No, no. Not not everything needs to have a social message. Exactly. Bert just, and Ernie can be friends. You know what? I gave up bitching about Cookie Monster. The f- oh, because he's eating fruit now? You know what, though? Given I've seen some of these kids. Yeah, they that's could, fine. They but could you know benefit from a sometimes food. And you know what? Honestly, when the girls want donuts because we pass by a Dunkin' Donuts, he is a good thing to reference. Does Cookie Monster always eat cookies? No. Well, my so kids never it's, watched Sesame it's helpful. Street. They didn't well, really like Sesame Street. Uh, neither do you. So that might no, have I something love, to do with it. That. No, I have no pro- No, what do you say that? I don't know. No, I love Sesame Street. I loved it as I loved it as a kid. I watched the shit out of that yeah. when I was a kid. That Electric Company? Well, yeah. Zoom? Mr. Rogers? Mr. Rogers? Yep. I I watched all that stuff when I was at my kids just they have seen it and they're just like, "Huh?" They just yeah, okay. didn't really get into it um in fact when they would watch like olivia would watch arthur on pbs yeah she liked it 
until yeah. they started like doing like when like sort of in the middle of the show sometimes they'd have like oh, a real li- kids like a live action thing yeah and she like just get back to the story god yeah. there's some stuff that i don't i i do not put on for them like we'll flip through netflix and they'll see barney They'll be like, oh, you don't want to watch that. It's not any good. No. You know what it is? I think that my kids enjoy seeing things that have a story. You know, they want to be told a story. They want to be see these characters doing something. Right. You know, instead of just sort of sitting there chatting, you know, yeah. about their ABCs. They can do that anytime. Yeah, I um, can see that. And this, it's just like, no, they do not need to be, just leave it the fuck alone. Yeah, I don't. I don't. No, I just. I totally disagree with this. I understand. I understand the point, and I can agree with the point. But I think I don't think it's a fight worth fighting. No, definitely not. No, I mean it serves just as much a, a purpose of not having them be a couple as it does having them be a couple. Their relationship is irrelevant to their purpose not to mention they're really not on the show that much except for Bert and ernie adventures and then their clay animation now so, really yeah well henson's henson's dead yeah and frank oz is busy yeah so i mean the voices are close <coughs> but they're not and plus disney owns it now so of course it's ruined no it's fine uh, I still watch it with them, with with the kids, so it's okay. No, we don't need to make Bert and Ernie get married. No, okay. No, we God, really. Why we, the fuck do people really have to find an issue in everything? Oh, you Jesus! Know why. Because everybody has too much free time. <laughs> they why, really do. That's why we're sitting here doing this. Clearly, I picked this one for you. You want to read that? Oh, yeah. I'll read the headline. I can't see the text okay. from here. Widow says eating dead husband's ashes helps her cope. Yeah. This is on the learning channel. Oh, what the fuck? You know what? I'm actually going to move in a little bit. I want to I, I don't know how long the video is, but should we just we should just read this part here, huh? Yeah, let me let me I'll, I'll read it. Losing a loved one is never easy, but when 26-year-old Cassie lost her husband, Sean, to a sudden asthma attack, the grieving process went in a, direct, in a direction she never she never expected. Cassie, a resident of Fayetteville, Tennessee, appeared on the season finale of TLC series My Strange Addiction, found herself eating his cremated ashes as a form of comfort. When the couple first met in 2008, it seemed like a match made in heaven. Everything I'd ever wanted in a man was right in front of me. It just wasn't cooked enough. <laughs> wow. Go ahead. I, I'm I just, just going to keep laughing. Cassie said during the episode, and it felt so great. Cassie's mom, Linda, says the two and a half years her daughter was with Sean were probably the only time in her daughter's life that she was truly happy. But the good times ended after Sean died of a sudden asthma attack, a day, Cassie says, when her, quote, own world stopped turning. Well, that is tragic. That is a terrible Most thing. definitely. It's terrible. At first, her mourning took the form of carrying around her husband's cremated ashes wherever they went, including to the grocery store, movie theaters, and restaurants. Okay, that's not unheard of. No, that's not unheard of at all. Um, <laughs> but... 
Buy popcorn, maybe? (laughs) Things soon went slightly more extreme one day when the ashes spilled onto her hand. I didn't want to wipe them off because that's my husband and I don't want to wipe him away, she said. So I just licked it off my finger. We've all done that. Just... (laughs) Yeah. Licked it off the finger. Human remains. Since then... She's been unable to stop and estimates she's eaten at least a pound of ashes thus far. What the fuck? <laughs> it's not Ovaltine, you crazy bitch. Um, with about if it is, it's five the shittiest more... Ovaltine oh flavor God. ever. Despite the cremains having a terrible taste. <laughs> I think that's it a typo. Like breakfast cereal. <laughs> it's, yeah, it is. It is a balanced breakfast with oh, cremains. Cremains. Sprinkle your husband on your... <laughs> Um, that Cassie describes as rotten. Uh, despite the cremains having a taste that Cassie describes as rotten eggs, sand, and sandpaper. So couldn't she just say paper since the sand is already there? She has developed a taste for the death dust. <laughs> you know that the dude writing this is like, yeah. What the gonna, fuck? What the fuck? Why did they, if they cut it, they cut it. <laughs> Although many people would find Cassie's addiction shocking. Including her in-laws. The, the guy's, who, you know, parents. Yeah, who don't know she's slowly licking her husband away. Doesn't she then end up just shitting him out? I mean, uh, what's worse? Uh-huh. <laughs> the real danger isn't becoming a social pariah. It's that the ashes also contain chemicals that have been known to reduce induce <laughs> psychosis when ingested. Yeah, you no don't shit. say. <laughs> There is hope. No. No, there isn't. There is. She's almost almost done. done. (laughs) At the end of the episode, Cassie checked herself into an inpatient care facility and did not bring the ashes. Oh, boy. All right. Let's see what we got for. uh... Oh, my God. Let me me bring this up here. I don't know how long. Oh, let's see some of this video. Yeah, we definitely need to. Come on. I take my husband everywhere. To the grocery store. Shopping. Mm. Ooh, babe, look at that. That's neat. Oh, she talks to him. Out to eat. Anywhere I go, he goes. I sleep with him. Baby, I love him. When I go grocery shopping, I buy the foods that he likes. When I cook, I cook what he likes. I don't eat it. But I cook for him. If I'm watching TV, he's there with me. That's a lot worse than just eating it. If somebody says, hey, who is that? I'm like, this is my husband. Some people laugh. They think I'm playing. But I'm serious. It's my husband. Casey and Sean were married in 2009 after dating for 10 months. Everything I had ever wanted in a man was right in front of me. And it felt so great. (laughs) They fell in love. Fed my soul. Soulmates from day one. The two and a half years that they were together, I think, was the only time Casey was truly, truly happy. Their marriage was picture perfect until Sean suffered a severe asthma attack two months ago. The doctor came in, and the look on his face was telltale. (laughs) Was the day. That's why she's eating it. Just taking care of it. The day my world stopped turning. The day my life fell apart. Oh, baby, I'm 
Though Casey initially found comfort by having her husband's ashes at her side, her addiction has recently evolved. I guess with the transfer of his cremains, you know, some got into the cardboard box as well, and they spilled out on my hands. And I didn't want to wipe wipe them off because that's my husband. I don't want to wipe him away. Um, so I just licked it off my fingers, and here I am today, almost two months later, and I can't stop. Dun dun dun! That's actually the end of the audio there. Wow. Um, it's, you know, you know what, all kidding aside, yeah, that is probably one of the saddest things I've ever seen. Really? That is, I mean, that's just sad. How? Cause I, I know how I think it's sad. I think it's sad because, um, like once she's just so maladjusted she's just so incapable of handling her grief yeah okay absolutely um and where's this where's her support system exactly and that that's what that's what's sad i mean i mean okay i can understand in in a moment of grief after you get your husband in the mail you know or or you pick him up from the crematorium or whatever i can understand once but can, to crack the fucking thing open and just grab a spoon or whatever? Yeah, I mean, it, but and, and it's just like you know, you know, talk to it, t- talk to the the thing. Fine. Yep. Yep. Because people will go to a, a, a cemetery and yes. you know talk. I mean, I think that they're cooking food for him. That's not eating it. That's that, kind of fucked up. Yeah. That's okay. So even before the eating thing, yeah. this chick was in trouble. Yes. And that's that to me. I mean, like seriously, all kidding aside, that is profoundly sad. Yeah, I mean that. I, I thought I knew like the saddest reaction to the end of a relationship that I've ever seen, but that takes the cake. <clears throat> that's yeah, yeah. That's what it takes the cake. <laughs> oh, oh, did into, I mean that? Yeah. You could, she could make it. She, she could, could bake she could, him into a cake. You know, she could cook him into his favorite food. Yeah, I actually, I actually saw a website that will take, take the ashes and um, create a a lab grown diamond from it. Because basically, you're reduced to carbon anyway. So yeah, they can make a diamond, and then your wife can wear it while she's fucking some other guy. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think All we right. we uh, we'll take our first break and. Um, We'll be right back with with more crazy stuff. Make a hole with a gun perpendicular to the name of this town in a desktop globe. Exit wound in a foreign nation showing the home of the one this was written for. My apartment looks upside down from there. Water spirals the wrong way out the sink. And her voice is a backwards record. It's like a whirlpool and it never In the glow of each other's majestic presence Listen and hear my words To the ones you would think I would say If there was a me for you All alone at the 
64 World Fair. 80 dolls yelling, small girl, after all. Who was at the Dupont Pavilion? If you're enjoying this podcast, perhaps you'd be interested in GleeCast. You watch your tone, young lady. Hey, we're not forcing you to download the internet's best, or at least most booze-filled podcast about Glee. You want to be me. Who doesn't, Sue? But we know we can't be. Instead, Erica and Emily. Uh, Emily and Erica. Who am I? I just don't know anymore. I'd love to stay in chat, but I got a satellite interview. Sorry, we get off topic a lot. The point is, listen to GleeCast following every new episode of Glee. Plus, our sporadic bonus content on some of the greatest bad cinema that incorporates musical theater or sweet dance moves. I'm going to ask you to smell your armpits. <laughs> the right or the left? That's the smell of failure. Failure smells like dove. Mine has a pleasant lady speed stick scent. Kind of makes me think of candy canes. Your resentment is delicious. Visit gleecast.podomatic.com or search for us in the iTunes store. That's gleecast with a K, part of the palaver.com family. That's P-A-L-A-V-R.com. Boy, the only thing missing from this place is a couple dozen bodies limed and rotting in shallow graves under the floorboards. We're working on that. What can you expect when you download and listen to an episode of the Inside Outcast? Pretty much anything. Okay, what I think when I first hear of Pitchfork is the painting American Gothic by Grant Wood. So yeah, truthiness. It has the appearance of being true without any fat behind it, <laughs> you know? You know, there's some techniques we might be able to use to help you feng shui-wise. Well, to... I'm, I'll am i try anything. Yes. A mountain made out of mashed potatoes. In Jeet Kune Do, Bruce removed all the traditional posturing from his Wing Chun and incorporated the freestyle boxing that he knew, and throws from jiu-jitsu, kicks from taekwondo, and concepts from tai chi chuan. It becomes even more evident in Aliens when they first find the last survivor and her chest burster comes out right then. Mm -hmm. And when they torch it and it falls over, it's just like a penis deflating. (laughs) (laughs) The Inside Outcast is a couple of goths discussing everything under the moon. We cover so many different topics that iTunes has no idea how to categorize us. Find us on iTunes or through geekplanetonline.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Inside Outcast. The Inside Outcast, where geek meets goth. Are you tired of film podcasts where the hosts exist in a constant, blissful state of agreement? I mean, the main, the main characters are two of the dullest main characters I have ever encountered in any film. Well, you're in luck. Let me introduce you to Chinstroker and Punter. One is an ex-film student with a penchant for David Lynch and art cinema. The other is a man on the street. Listen in perplexed and horrified terror as we tear apart one film a week. Just really, it's isn't. not visually striking. No, I just just getting confirmation. It's just in That's the third time, though. I mean, I must. This is on. You can find us at chinstroker versus So come and share the victory. If you could f- any man in film, who would it be and why? My answer is Lance Henriksen. Oh. You, you wouldn't tell. He looks like somebody. <laughs> he looks like somebody who can keep a secret. Tom, I have never played to you before. I have no tongue for it. No one, not even you, will remember if we were good podcasters or bad. Why we recorded or why we voicemailed. All that matters is Metal Mikey stood against many. That's what's important. Valor pleases you, Crom. So grant me one request. Grant me action attraction. And if you do not listen, 
Let's go hell with you. Action Attraction, the action movie review podcast. You can find Action Attraction through MetalMikey.Lipson.com or at www.pennycult.com or by searching for Action Attraction in iTunes. forgot how that song ended <laughs> abruptly it, it just ends yeah yeah all right so what let's we get next let's get this stuff um you know how everybody thinks al gore is boring yeah yeah listen to this they pay pseudoscientists to pretend to be scientists to put out the message this climate thing it's nonsense man-made co2 doesn't trap he it's not it may be volcanoes Bullshit. It may be sunspots. <laughs> Bullshit. It's not getting warmer. Bullshit. Oh but, and there are about 10 other memes that are out there. And when you go and talk to any audience about climate, you hear them washing back uh, at you the same crap over and over and over again. They have polluted the shit. There's no longer a shared reality. Uh, on, on, on an issue like climate, even though the, the very existence of our civilization is threatened. People have no idea. There's a, there's a break here, and then it comes right back. It's no longer acceptable in a uh, mixed company, meaning bipartisan company, to use the goddamn word climate. <laughs> it's not acceptable. They have polluted this to the point where it, 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 we, we cannot possibly come to an agreement on it because of this organized activity. That was awesome. Yeah. Oh, Al Gore. Jeez, <laughs> what was he like drunk in a bar talking to like a stool? Yeah. Where, where, where was this? Talking to a stool. He was, he was in pissed. Aspen last Thursday. Um, who he's, was he? It sounds like he's to? like talking to a cab driver. I know. Huh? It doesn't. Oh, he was at the Aspen Institute. That's awesome. Yeah. But it's, a, it's also very telling because, one, it means that he knows he's never running for anything anything again. Yes. Yes. So, um, and I just I just thought that was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> that is good, huh? Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. That is awesome. Well, you know, what has he got to lose? Really, what has he got to lose from it? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, totally. He knows. He's yeah. got the science on yeah, his exactly. side. So, Yeah. Oh, that was great. Nice nice going, Al. Yeah. Um I'd like to make that a ringtone, him saying bullshit. <laughs> I could I'll I'll, I'll I'm trying take, to think of who I'm trying to think of who I'd give it to. I mean, my wife maybe. Yeah, uh, but anybody that you would give it to doesn't really ever call you. 
Yeah, that's or a text message. Well, or text, yeah. That's funny shit. I don't know. This one, this this clip actually starts out kind of funny. Okay. I think we should listen to this. We don't have to do the whole thing, obviously. Is it long? Uh, not the part we'll listen to. Okay. It's obviously There's breaking news countdown. in the GOP presidential race tonight. Our fourth story, Politico, reporting that Governor Rick Perry will throw his cowboy hat in the ring on Saturday, which uh. just happens to be the same day as the Ames straw poll in Iowa. That neatly timed entrance will likely steal the spotlight from the other GOP contenders and could certainly impact the straw poll's results. Mitt Romney and Michelle Bachman expected to be the top finishers in that poll are meanwhile making uh. waves of their own. Romney, by comparing the president to a despotic monarch, and Bachman by speaking at a church service in Iowa that also featured a sermon, a sermon about immoral gays and a video about gay conversion therapy. And Perry joins the race this Dead weekend. The Bachman will have yeah. competition for biggest religious zealot in the field. On Saturday, he organized an event that drew 30,000 for a day of prayer and fasting. That still left about 50,000 empty seats in Houston's Reliance Stadium. Yeah, but 30,000 is uh, impressive, though. Yeah, I'll give that. Our heart breaks. As much as I don't like it, I'll give him America. credit for 30,000 people. But seats were free. We see so that's discard, something, too. They didn't profit yeah. that way off of it. We see fear in the marketplace. Just get Josh Brolin. We Brolin's. see anger in the halls oh, yeah, of definitely. government. Yeah, yeah, and God sees your roots. He's almost as evangelical <laughs> in his love of the free market. The Washington Post reporting today the governor champions a radical plan to privatize Texas's state public university system. Like Perry, Michelle Bachman oh, believes that the Jesus best course of action Christ. to fix the broken markets is to pray. Following her appearance at that <laughs> anti-gay church, she told an Iowa audience that with her morally pure upbringing, that will give her the expertise to fix America's economic woes. What? I don't know about you, but when I grew up in Waterloo... We never in our right mind would have ever considered spending money that we don't have. Grew up in Waterloo, you say? That's news to her Minnesota constituents, whom she told when she was campaigning there that she came from a broken home in Anoka, Minnesota. That and other details about Bachman's past in a telling New Yorker profile this week, the author Ryan Lizza writes that religion is so central to her worldview that she believes God commanded her to attend Oral Roberts University Law School, the goal of which is to restore law to its historic roots in the Bible. He also writes that a book listed on the website's must-read yeah. list describes the Civil War as a battle between the Christian South and the heathen North. <laughs> Go heathens. It says <laughs> slavery in this Christian society was not founded upon racial animosity. In fact, it bred over time mutual respect. Yeah, that's not all it bred. This is not the only mainstream media magazine giving Bachman significant coverage this week. She's also on the cover of Newsweek with a look in her eye showing she is filled with the Holy Spirit. Newsweek editors apparently think she's filled with something else, dubbing her the queen of rage. That or it's something about sharks with frickin' laser beams attached to their heads. <laughs> and from rage-filled queens to despotic kings, Mitt Romney today comparing President Obama's administration to the British government under King George III, creating new offices and sending officers to harass Americans who just want to be left alone. Joining me now, Ryan Lizza, the Washington correspondent uh, of New Yorker, who wrote the profile of Michelle Bachman. What the fuck is Romney talking about? I don't know. He's another nut job. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, just got an email. Um, yeah. And I, I, I forgot to keep the phone open to have the link. Um, but it's from Randy, and it's, Is Rick Perry dumber than George W. Bush? Wow, come on. How could he be? 
<laughs> I mean, they're basically the same person, aren't they? It's hard to imagine that there is a Republican presidential candidate from Texas who is dumber than George W. Bush. It turns out there is. <laughs> Current Texas governor, <clears throat> Rick Perry, according to the Huffington Post, didn't exactly distinguish himself with Texas A&M University. And I've seen this in other places, yeah. too. Uh, Rick Perry apparently did not excel in academia. Consistently on academic probation, Perry received mostly C's and D's in his courses, including a C in U.S. history. Are, are any of us surprised is what it <laughs> says there. A D in Shakespeare and a D in principles of economics. Again, surprised. And even a C in gym. Wow. Or as Homer would say, gime. gime. What's a gime? <laughs> oh. How can anybody get a C in gym? <laughs> <laughs> Go on to say, probably prayed instead of doing push-ups. <laughs> According to transcripts, Perry also received a D in veterinary anatomy, an F in organic chemistry. I didn't even get an F in chemistry. I never took chemistry. And a C in animal breeding. Perry did receive two A grades in college, one in world military systems and another in improv of learning. I don't even know what that is. He graduated with a, want to guess what his GPA was? Um, all that talking, I'm going to say a, I don't know, 2.1, you're, you're way overestimating him. 1.9. Oh, shit. Or a D average. To provide context, if you compare Perry's grades with former President George W. Bush, who was also once the governor of Texas, you would find that Perry is an even bigger idiot than Bush. <laughs> For example, while at Yale, Bush had an average grade of 77, or a C. He only received one D in astronomy. I don't understand how that's possible. And he received three scores of 88, or B grades. Another big difference, of course, is that Bush received his grades from Yale and Ivy League school, while Perry received them from the not-so-Ivy League Texas A&M, although that's not an easy school either. Yeah. Um, not to say that Texas A&M is a bad school. It's just harder to succeed at an institution as distinguished as Yale. I don't know if that's true. Maybe. I don't know. I always, I always figured that it wasn't necessarily the difficulty of the courses at some of the schools, but it was what was offered was, was had a wider range or whatever. Cause as an, as an A&M, I, I think somebody in the comment section actually said a pretty, uh, um, it's it's an engineering and agriculture school. So the classes should be difficult, but it's just more focused than like a liberal arts college or something yeah. like that. Um, the bottom line is that Perry is less intelligent than Bush, at least as far as the stuff he was right. studying, right? And we all know what Bush did to America, blah, 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 blah. Do we really want a bigger idiot in the White House? He's not going to get elected. Oh, Obama's God, no. Because here's what's going to happen. If he, if he wins the nomination which is possible because he's a better candidate than romney according to you know if you think like a like i was gonna say idiot but a tea partier yeah right obama and perry against each other talking and all obama would say is i never wanted my state to secede from the union yeah (laughs) and people will go oh snap (laughs) because as we all know he had a hip-hop barbecue birthday yeah which leads us to our next story, if I can find it. Um, I had it up here. Where is it? Bam. 
I'm getting good at, at the these At the end of last segues. week, uh, Fox Nation uh, decided that they were going to take a dig at President Obama's birthday celebration. Um, now, President Obama had a lot of people at that celebration, including Stevie Wonder, Herbie Hancock, Tom Hanks. But the headline was, Obama's hip-hop barbecue didn't create jobs. Okay, so there's a couple of different uh, attacks here. One is that apparently his birthday bash was supposed to create jobs, but it didn't. How dare he? I didn't realize that was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. But Duh. of course, the one that everybody's talking about is the racial angle here. Uh, it's so hip-hop. Okay, so we thought this had died down, but here comes Mike Huckabee to reignite it in a fairly obvious way. Let's watch Huckabee. I mean, in a week of bleak economic news, this is amazing. President Obama celebrated his 50th birthday. Well, I'm glad the president had such a large time with his friends. And by the way, they think that they all ought to pay more in taxes. So hopefully while they were gathered, they passed one of those great old big hats that one of the hip-hop pals wore. So that way everyone could empty their pockets and open their checkbooks so they can give more to our ever-responsible federal government so the fine folks at the party can bail out our government. Well, I'm sure that happened. So let's get back, Jack. Let's cut the press some slack. His birthday gig might just bring our economy back. Oh, oh my God. Oh, was that, that, was him the, right? that was the most unbearable thing I've wow. seen all week. Was that him being a hip-hop was guy he, with he a big was, hat? He had a big white cup. What a douchebag. Yeah, seriously. First of all, they haven't worn those hats since, like, 92. Seriously, man. It's what is it, like, Digital Underground? What's going on here? Even. <laughs> what a fucking cocksucker. Oh, my God. So... How exactly is celebrating your birthday supposed to create jobs? And in fact, actually, you know what? Hmm. Celebrating his birthday and having this a maybe the exact same point I posted. Is that you know what? Caterers got paid. That's exactly what got, I said. Musicians got paid. Yep. All right. If anything, he put money into the economy. He gave those people jobs. Even exactly. if, even if they are. You know, the people that work in the White House, if it was the, the staff of the White House kitchen, still, they had to go out and buy the stuff. Seriously, they, they, they put had money to, into the economy. They had Let's to do more than they normally do. Exactly. And you know what? It's his 50th birthday. It's not his, like, 47th or 53rd. birthday party. What, every time the guy takes a shit, it's supposed to create a job? Well, it's supposed to be solid gold, oh just like Willy God. Wonka, you know. You know, the president said he took a glass of water, but it did not create one job. Yes, it did, man, because the Mexican had to wash that glass. How dare he take a drink? Oh, my God. Thing is, though, who's in charge of making jobs now? The Republicans. Yeah. Well, if they control the House, they need exactly. to they need to put up the job bills because they're it's the, they're so the party in control. Stupid. What yep. a waste of effort. Yeah. And um, racist. On oh, top of that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. <sighs> All right, so now uh, let's do one other story before we get to the because we I, there's a chunk of stuff here that I think would uh, would work pretty good. Um, let's do this one. Comcast rolls out ten dollar internet access for low income families. Okay, I think this is both a good and a bad thing. Cable and internet provider Comcast is launching a new program to offer discounted internet service and computers to low-income families. The program, called Internet Essentials, will provide low-cost access to the internet and affordable computers as well as digital literacy training to families with children who are eligible to receive free lunches under the National School Lunch Program, according to the company's blog. Internet service provided provided through 
Internet Essentials features download speeds of up to 1.5 megabytes per second and upload speeds of up to 384 kbps. Kilobytes per second? I know. I just wanted to say the letters out loud, which is terrible if you're trying to upload a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the plan costs nine ninety five per month plus tax and is available for families that are located where Comcast offers internet service currently in 39 states, have at least one child receiving free school lunches through the National School Lunch Program, mm-hmm. have not subscribed to Comcast internet service within the last 90 days, and do not have an overdue Comcast bill or unreturned equipment. Okay. Upon enrollment, new customers will have the opportunity to buy a netbook-style laptop computer for $149.99 plus tax. It supports wired and Wi-Fi internet connectivity and includes the Windows 7 starter operating system and internet browser software. So immediately, the first thing you should do is use Internet Explorer to download Firefox. Most definitely. (laughs) Or Opera or whatever you want to use. Comcast has launched websites in English and Spanish to promote this offering. The program will continue to accept new customers for three full school years, according to the product's uh, Frequently Asked Questions page. While this project seems like a goodwill initiative on part of the giant communications provider, it is actually a byproduct of the Comcast-NBC merger in which the company agreed to, quote, increase broadband deployment in low-income households as one of a number of conditions to the acquisition. Okay. Whether Comcast plans to provide to continue the program after the terms of the condition expire or not, we hope this initiative helps push the United States one step closer to closing the digital divide between the haves and the have-nots. Okay. Um, what's the problem with that? Well, the first thing that that says to me is if they can afford to, in theory, provide to entire neighborhoods for $10 a month, yeah. they're charging everybody else way too much. Yeah, but look at the download speeds they give. That's like shitty. Well, that's true. So they throttle their bandwidth. But 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 you know what? It's like So what? Oh, I know. I know. it just it just it just bothers me. I don't the, I, the cost I, you know of what? access to free information. You know what? Even at even at, at, at ten dollars a month, that's not a big deal. And the reality is that there are costs associated with providing, you know, that you know, that service. So true, true. and it's not an essential service. You don't need internet access. You could say that, you know, internet access is becoming more and more essential, blah, blah, blah. The, the, go back to the can you go back to the story? Did you lose? Oh, I closed them. All right. What I thought was interesting is it said that Um, Comcast has um, informational websites in both English and Spanish. Right. For folks who may not have internet access right now, which I thought was... Well, they they, they would say, oh, well, the library or whatever. But I think think in this day and age, though, uh, because I'm kind of playing both sides of this whole thing, because I want to talk about phones and data plans for it. Lump it all together. Um, If you're out of work... You need access to the internet in order to find a new job, and you can get it. Just really going door to door. Is, okay, but but you can get it. I mean, you can, like, but you got to go somewhere. You got to go somewhere. You got to go yeah. to the. You got to go to either the library or the unemployment office has right. access to computers and stuff like that. Right. There's there's access to computers, there and, is. I, and I and and it's free. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, and. And your tax dollars are paying for that. I think that, mm-hmm. and this is not, I mean, Comcast, this isn't a, a tax dollars kind of thing. This was, I think it was fine to make it a condition of the acquisition 
Yeah, okay. that's fine. Broaden it a little bit. I I have absolutely I have no problem with it whatsoever. No, the, I'm, but the problem that I have isn't with the program itself. It's just it kind of shines a light on if they can provide it for potentially thousands of people at that price. You know, they're obviously not going to take a hit financially for it because it doesn't right. It doesn't cost that much to provide it. But on the on the flip side of that, it's almost like it's it it, it, it it's kind of almost like. Um, I mean, they, they they use the free lunch program. It's just right. like, okay, great. They can give free lunches away to people. Some people have to pay for it. Yeah. So it's it's just like, well, wait a minute. If they could give it away to everybody, you know, and if they gave it to if they gave it to everybody, um, you know what? They they probably can't afford to give it to everybody for ten dollars a month. No. So, but you but know what? Instead though, of it, instead of ninety or eighty five a month, you know, it could be forty. Well, the thing is, though, I mean, it doesn't include, I mean, that's not including cable television. No, it's just, I mean, just internet. Right. So, yeah. I mean, my just, I don't even know what just my internet yeah. costs because I have my internet, my right, telephone, right. my house phone, and my cable all rolled into one bill. Right. Okay. So, and I mean, something like this, I, I, I have no problem with that. If, you know, I don't know. No, I don't have a problem with the program. So, like, but here's like the thing. We, we, but it's the market. But but it's the market that really it's the market that sets this price, okay? And it's the like like the price of anything. But is it the market? Because where else can you go? There's like three or four good internet providers. But, but that's the thing. And you can go to Verizon. All... I mean, around here you go to Verizon, Comcast, and then there's a couple of the other you know slower, shittier right. kinds of so things. So there's right? two. So right. So it's Verizon. So but you. So have... there's really no choice. There... There's. Choice there is in a choice. quotes, right? But there is a choice. I think mm. you know you can go to Verizon, you can go to Comcast. All right, and it's, I mean, it's six of one half dozen of the other. The yeah. prices are are similar, right? And it's great. And I guarantee you that if if Verizon turned around tomorrow and said, "Hey, you know what? The internet, you know the the the, the portion of your internet, we're going to drop that by twenty bucks." Yeah. All right. It wouldn't be very long before. Comcast did the same thing, true, but they're not going to because you know if you're paying if your internet is say forty bucks a month, right? Okay, just your just your internet part. Right. If your internet is forty bucks a month, and that's what the market bears, mm. then 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 that's what it is. They're like, all right, people will pay forty bucks. It'll be forty bucks. If then it goes up to forty five, and they start losing customers, just like all right, maybe forty. I mean, that's yeah. the free well, market. The thing, that's the thing is, the thing is that you can. Yeah, we we do this all the time. We call Comcast and we're like, hey, um, my cable bill because we do all three. After the deal runs out, it's like one hundred and eighty a month. Yeah, and we're like, that's way too much. We got to cut some stuff out here. We don't have any movie channels. We don't have anything anymore. If we right. say, you know, and if they say, oh well, there's nothing we can do. We're like, all right, well. I'm going to call somebody else and get some prices. And then, then then they will say, well, you know what? If you pick up stars, we can give you the $99 a month thing for six months. Right. You have to do that, though. Exactly. You ha- so- they, they won't do it for you. But the thing is, they can cut it in half. Yeah. And it doesn't affect them. That's right, the thing. All right, but you know what? It's that, and that's and you got to make an effort. And the thing is, though, for right, every one right. person who does that, there's a thousand who don't. Oh, I would say so, 10,000 that but don't. They're a business. But the, but it they're also, there it, to make but money. it falls into the, the, I think we, you and I had talked about text messaging before and how text message plans are basically a remnant of pre-smartphone days. Yeah. It's, it's bullshit. There shouldn't be a text message charge. It should be lumped in with your data plan. Right. 
So, and I think that eventually, you'll you'll eventually see, I, that's not going to go away. But eventually, it'll start. I think it'll start to change eventually. Okay, because it's all becoming one big fucking thing. It you is, know? and it Wi-Fi is. is so common, and there are so many little apps now that let you send a text message through Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi is becoming more and more. I mean, I was with. Lily last night went out for ice cream and walking out of Friendly's right. and there's a little label on the fucking door of Friendly's free Wi-Fi. Yeah. And Lily says, why does it say free Wi-Fi? Isn't Wi-Fi free everywhere? Uh-huh. And I was like, um, I was just like, well, no, Lily, you know, there, there was some, you know, you used to have to pay to use Wi-Fi in a store or a restaurant. Yeah. And she said, well, where? Oh, and at I the th- DCU center. You well, have I, to. I, I thought about it now and I'm just like, you know what? Um, the only place that I could think of that I ever paid for Wi-Fi was at Borders Books. Uh, okay, but now, like the places where that I can think of, you yeah. go to Barnes and Noble, it's free. You go to Starbucks, yeah. it's free. Kelly's, McFuckingDonald's. Yeah, the uh, right? the hotel we stayed in in uh, the condo we stayed in in Vegas, we had to pay. Yeah, I mean that that type. I mean that that's part of. I mean, yeah. But it's like, like, it's like porn. It was like thirty bucks for a week. Yeah, it's like okay, fine. So yeah, exactly. And the but the thing is though, you could have also just used your phone because you can get. Internet oh, at the time I didn't. Oh, I didn't okay, have, didn't have one, that so, phone. No, but I, I don't been, think I did. No, I didn't. I mean, I I've been toying with the idea now of getting like one of those, like sort of carry around hotspots. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, because at the art center in film school, I don't have internet. Well. Can't you turn yours into a hotspot? You yeah, I, extra, I, you know, I'd right? have to pay extra. And I, yeah. So I'd have to play with that and see if yeah. it's worth it. Yeah. I mean, summer's almost over. I don't have film school every day oh, okay. for the summer, so okay. it may not be worth it. Yeah. Um, but it would be nice wherever I would go with my laptop now. But, right. like, if I wanted, say, to pull a song into a movie when I'm at film school and we're editing, right. then I would have to, I mean, it, I would have to, Download it to my phone, connect my phone, bring it into iTunes. Right, right. So, right, right. I mean, it's possible to do. It's just that there's, you know, yeah. there's just too many steps to be convenient. Yeah. So, but the, the whole the whole conversation that we're having basically goes back <laughs> to convenience for people. It's okay. Well, fuck right. it. I'll I'll pay it and I'll just hit the message button on the bottom corner of the phone or wherever you yeah move exactly the icon to. So I don't think text messaging is ever going to go away, even though everybody knows it's bullshit. Yeah. Well, what's interesting is that um, Facebook just <laughs> recently came out with a messaging app yeah. for iPhone, and I downloaded it, and it, it, it essentially is basically the chat function. It it's it's basically IMing, okay, which is, and it's basically IMing that just goes straight to your phone. Oh, so it's not really a text messaging. Th- I mean, it's I mean, it's sort IMing, of, which is right? never really, you know set the world on fire no but it's like th- th- that's what text- but it's no different i mean it's 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 texting without like the alert yeah i mean I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll get a text message that'll come to you know to my phone through facebook right so actually you know and if you get it send me a message and we'll see how that all works okay so um but I mean, I think the Comcast thing is is fine. No, I don't the, think the it's program, the program is great. is definitely a good thing because it's it's gonna 
it's going to give people access to stuff they might not normally have had before. It, you know, honestly, I think it could open some people's horizons for right. um, yeah, and it gets for, them using for a job computer. markets and stuff yeah, like that. And it gets and, people just a little bit more comfortable with the computer. I am surprised that like sometimes in this day and age, even people who are younger than us, yeah, okay, because I think that like our generation. I mean, I'm early forties, you're late thirties, yeah, okay. Our generation, I'm surprised at some people like our age who are still like. Nah, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not computer savvy yeah. and stuff like that. Like, I'll use a computer at work, but that's, you know, I'll just do email. Yeah. Which so one it, is it? It is the top one. The top one. Okay. Uh, I'm not making fun of anybody here, but um, I was talking with somebody about podcasts, and they'll probably hear yeah. this one, right? And I thought everybody knew about iTunes and knew that, like, podcasts were free and stuff. And yeah. You know, I in talking with with the person, it's like, oh yeah, fuck, I'm so inside that that yeah. I expect everybody to know what I know because it's kind of common knowledge, but it's not, right? And that was that that took me by surprise because I thought he's he he asked me he's like, how do I get podcasts? And I'm like, ah, stop fucking with me. And he saw me a couple of days later. He's like, how do I get podcasts? I'm like, yeah. oh, what's funny? I actually shit, had a friend so, asked me I'm just sorry. like oh, I was on YouTube looking for your podcast. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no, yet, <laughs> no, because I don't want anybody to see me. Oh, I'm not logging into it. So, um, it's no, interesting. Log into it so that we can. Well, see I will, but I'll do it on the break. Okay, um, which I think we should do right now. We should do now. <clears throat> and uh, oh, nope, oh, come back. <laughs> All right, we'll, uh, back. we'll do that. You know, I've made a lot of powerful enemies during my time in Hollywood. Like the time I pushed Steve McQueen in front of a moving car on the set of The Getaway because he was macking on my lady, Allie McGraw. But I've made one great friend, a boffo friend, if you will, since I retired. It's called Show Show, and it's the best fucking movie podcast ever. It's even better than cocaine, which I would know a lot about. Visit Show Show at showshow.podomatic.com or search Show Show, all one word in the iTunes store. All right, I 
right, I'm here with Bill Byforce and Mr. Chris to tell you a little bit about Outside the Cinema. All right, Reverend Scott, take uh, us to church. Uh, what can we expect to find from a typical show? Two hours of just random blabber. <laughs> uh, is there anyone's coattails you wrote in on to popularity? I'm the guy that fucking burns the coattails and then pisses on them. You review all these exploitation, <laughs> horror, comedy, cult, and often all-around terrible movies. You must have a strong driving force that keeps you going. Ego. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard you say that before. Uh, yeah, I've been saying that for a while. Really? I have been saying that for a while. Also, I'm high on smack. Well, it's definitely working for you guys. Yeah. People are coming out in droves to support you on iTunes. We just the other day got a, a, a one-star review on iTunes. Well, that is one <laughs> That is one star too many. Let me tell you. The worst fucking piece of shit I've ever heard. This has been great, guys. Thanks, Scott. Uh, that was good. Oh, he's got you crying over there. Uh, I'm good for the rest of the year. Nice. That was too much. Dear Mr. Vernon, we accept the fact that we have to sacrifice a few hours a week to podcast about whatever you find important, but we think you're crazy asking us to write an essay telling you who we think we are. You see us as you want to see us, in the simplest terms and the most convenient definitions. But what we found out is that each of us is a podcast about other podcasts. A podcast about television. A podcast about films. A podcast about music. A podcast about books. Does that answer your question? Sincerely yours, The Podcast Podcast. The Podcast Podcast is your one-stop source for all the podcasts on the internet. Each week we have very special guests from some of the best shows on iTunes so that you can decide if you should check them out or keep on moving. Find us at thepodcastpodcast.com or search for us in the iTunes store by looking for me, Fozzie Bear. That's F-O-Z-Z-I-E-B-A-R-E. Forget about me. episode of Night of the Living Podcast. Is Andy home? Oh, me so sorry. He no home right now. You follow me. Oh, Andy's room smells kind of weird. Yeah, really strange. He left his computer on over here, too. Hey, guys, why do you think Andy might have this mask of human skin? That's weird. Maybe you guys know why there's this machete in the corner. His computer's just knife enthusiast websites in American apparel. Oh, wait, there's another website here. Palaver.com. Palaver. Okay, Palaver. Whatever, I Palaver. think. Yeah, he's definitely got the serial killer board up right under uh, Night of the Living podcast discussions. Oh, Jesus. Uh, maybe we should get the hell maybe out of here. Maybe we should go. Yeah, I think we should. Hey, guys, you ready to record? <laughs> If you're a fan of horror films, you should check out Night of the Living Podcast at notop.com.
was just not that long ago sent a link that I am going. Oh yeah, that went through. Huh? Yeah, send it back. Like reply to it. So I just see how that works. Let me call this up here. What did we get? Uh, I got (coughs) I got a link. It says, um, Dylan Radigan rightfully loses it on air. Who the fuck is Dylan Radigan? He's a commentator on MSNBC. Okay. Regarding what does he lose it? I have no idea. We owe $70 trillion. Yeah, I understand that. But it goes to you to walk out a $4 trillion solution, which is basically just a way for the Democrats to avoid dealing with this until 2017. I'm not here to talk about plans to deal with this until 2017. I'm saying we've got a real problem, and I'm tired of Republicans and Democrats who either want Republicans who want to burn the place to the ground and Democrats, with all due respect, who want to offer a plan that gets it through the the end of their second term of their presidency and then screws me and my kids when it's over. And until we do that we have to deal with the extraction that is at foot it is the reason the financial markets are behaving the way they're behaving that is a mathematical fact this is not some opinion this is a mathematical fact tens of trillions of dollars are being extracted from the united states of america democrats aren't doing it republicans are not doing it an entire integrated system financial system trading system taxing system that was created by both parties over a period of two decades is at work on our our entire country right now and we're sitting here arguing about whether we should do the four trillion dollar plan that kicks the can down the road for the president for 2017 or burn the place to the ground both of which are reckless irresponsible and stupid and the fact of the matter is until we actually and i don't and i'm sorry to lose my no, temper no, and get, no. but i tell you what i've been coming on tv for three years doing this and the fact of the matter is that there's a refusal on both the democratic and the republican side of the aisle to acknowledge the mathematical problem which is that the united states of america is being extracted it's being extracted through banking it's being extracted through trade and it's being extracted through taxation and there's not a single politician that has stepped forward Susan, to deal yeah, with this. But there's only one right now. The, the leader of the free world, whether you like it or not, the but president of the United States is arguably one of the most powerful individuals we have out there. But and Susan, he's what you're president. saying is exactly the point that Dylan is making. It's no. not about one guy. It's about all no, of them. No, I actually disagree. I think Dylan's what saying is it one guy is about one guy. What is about one guy. What would you like him to do? I would, like him, to, I would do. like him to go to the people of the United States of America and say, people of the United States of America, your Congress is bought. Your Congress is incapable of making legislation on health care, banking, trade, or taxes, because if they do it, they will lose their political funding, and they won't do it. But I'm the President of the United States, and I won't have a country that is run by a bot Congress. So I'm not going to work with a bot Congress and try to be Mr. Big Guy. I'm working with the bot Congress. I'm going to abandon the bot Congress, like Teddy Roosevelt did, and I'm going to go to the people of the United States, and I'm going to say, you've got a bot Congress. And until we get rid of the bot Congress, which is Jimmy Williams constant point, which is get the money out of politics, and until a president says that's the problem and says he's going to fix it, there is no policy that I can possibly see, no matter how brilliant your idea may be, or your idea, or my idea, or her idea, or your idea at home, is that idea will not happen as long as there's the capacity to basically fire a politician who disagrees with me by taking funding away from him. Is that a fair assessment? Money in politics is the root of all political evil. It is corruption at its worst. And until we step up and kick that out of the park, 
it's going to be the same system. And only the president could do that. We're going to no, no, no. You Congress has to do it, too. The Congress has to do it, too. But I'll tell you what. How bad does it have to get? How much money has to be extracted? How many things have to be hurt? the brass tax. Okay, physically, what do you do? You go and give a speech. Right now. To, yeah, right now. Right now. You say, you say, you and then what happens tomorrow? Tomorrow what happens is you begin the process of actually investing in solving the problem. So I come out and I say, how? I create an infrastructure bank with 2% blending immediately. There's that. Once I explain to people the problem, once I explain to you you have cancer, the re- once you understand how screwed up your trade tax and banking policies are, believe me, you will have no issue when I incorporate an infrastructure bank that I fund with repatriated offshore money that I bring in and then use to create 2% direct lending to every business in America. Because when you realize that the banking system is fully corrupt and defrauding us, and I come out and say that, which is what I want my president to do, that then at that exact moment I say, you know what, we got a screwed up situation here, people. You all know it, and now what? I'm going to admit it. And as a result, not only have I admitted it, but we're going to begin the process of solving it like grown-ups. They did it in World War II. They did it after the Civil War. They did it in Latin America with the Brady Bonds. We are not seeing it happen now. The panel stays uh, a, a little more emotional than I anticipated getting at work this afternoon, but what am I going to do? All right, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna. I gotta admit, a lot of what he said went over my head. You know what? I agree with what he's saying. Mostly, basically, yeah. Well, except for that one part where you said bullshit. No, basically <laughs> is basically yeah. I mean, the Congress is useless yeah. because it's it's fueled by money, both sides. Yes. Okay, because yes. everybody is just worried about getting elected. Okay, yeah. everybody's worried yeah. about getting reelected. That was that. Uh, we have never played a clip where we say nothing. Yeah. And that's essentially what we what just happened. So, but the thing is though, here's the problem. This is why I say bullshit. He okay. says the president needs to come out and make a speech and tell them that look, your congress is broken. All right? Your right. congress is bought, your congress is broken, you need to do something right now, fire them all. Right. But here's the reason why it wouldn't work now and it worked back then. Okay. Okay? Yep. One, because people paid a lot more attention back then. Two, okay, if Obama came out and made a speech like that yeah. and said, you know what? Everybody's an asshole. Everybody's <laughs> getting paid. Everybody on both sides of the aisles, all right? Yeah. 30 seconds after that's done, yeah. okay, because you've got 24-hour news cycles, right. all right, you'd have Republican spin saying, oh, now he's blaming this, blah, 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 right. and it would totally dilute what he said oh, yeah. and what the oh, yeah. issue was, okay? Democrats would come out and say, oh, well, you know, we tried to work with Republicans, blah, 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 you know, and nothing would come of it, okay? Nothing would come of it. Yeah. And Instead of making a speech, just fucking do something. But the thing is, though, like, and then it's like, what can he do? There's not a lot that he can just unilaterally one person do because, quite frankly, we have the system of checks and balances. Right, it's going to be two-thirds. Exactly, yeah. where he can't just come out and say, okay, shut the fuck up, I got this. Yeah. Okay? It's Well, because he doesn't. Let's be, right, let's it, be honest. For the doesn't. last, I, I'll, I'll play it safe, and I'll say for the last year, he hasn't got shit. He hasn't, he hasn't done it. This this last thing, this this procedural vote that just should have fucking gone through. I mean, I'm not voting for a Republican. I, I'm, I'm going to vote for him. Right. But right now I'm kind of wishing I didn't have to. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, not, I'm disappointed. I'm not voting for a third party candidate because honestly, I mean. Right. All that does is help Republicans. Well, yeah. Okay. But it. 
I'm disappointed in Obama. Where's the backbone? They controlled None. the whole fucking they had government. Ev- they had it all. And he, what he should have done, what the real fucking Republicans do. Yeah. It's like, well, they hey, don't you know want to be like where. That. Yeah, I know exactly. The Democrats are too fucking polite. Well, it hasn't gotten us anywhere. And in, the thing in is, though, 30 years, it hasn't thing, gotten exactly, us Exactly. And the thing, like what he's saying will never fucking happen. It's like it's like if Obama came out and the, I'm, I'm not saying at all that this is what should be done, that whatever. And I have no idea of any plans that anyone else has. But if he came out and he said something like that and he just laid it all out and tried to fundamentally change government. He'd end up like Hoffa, but no, no he, one would know where he is. No, he just. But you know what it was. You, you know what he. He would be more like Jerry Maguire, okay. <laughs> really, he would come out. He'd say this big, huge thing. Oh no, that, I mean after. No, but the yeah, that's the thing. He would totally disappear politically. All right, but the thing is though, physically, I, I don't mean. even think that would happen. <laughs> but the thing is though, yeah. it would be like Jerry Maguire he makes these big statements that, quite frankly, everybody personally, when they're sitting in their bedrooms alone at night, yeah. agree with. But because yeah. of the way you know, you know, the nature of the biz, right? It's not practice. It's, it's not going. I to would. Happen. I would prefer that he did something and then gave a speech about what he did. It worked with the Bin Laden thing. I know, but the thing is, though, he had total power over that. He could do yeah. that, okay? Yeah. And there was absolutely but he no could. one. But he, the, no, but the thing he is, could though, have sat there with Boehner and said, dude, shut the fuck up. You're going to destroy us. Yeah, I know. I don't he's care got who's control, paying your bills. He's got control over nobody else but his own party. Who, but right he now, can, whatever is presented to him, he can veto. They, don't, they will never get the two-thirds to override the veto. He has final say. That's why he's the fucking president. But getting to that point. But he's point, not acting like But that's the thing. Getting to that point, getting to the point where something is useful, yeah. is on a desk in front of him, he's not going to be able to sign anything because no. it's all this bullshit that he goes down the line. He shouldn't sign it. If it's got shit in there that he doesn't agree with, that his party doesn't agree exactly. with, he shouldn't fucking sign it. No more fucking compromises. I actually was so pissed that Boehner got on TV and said, I got 98% of what I wanted. Dude, you should have got 50%. That's it, 50%. 51% because you're the majority. But here's the thing. You could have a bill that makes you really, really happy. Yeah. All right, something that you know that the president's going to sign, okay? Yeah. And then the Republicans are too fucking much of pussies to say anything when the Republicans put in... Um, yeah, we want to just all we want to put in there that you know that's great, that's awesome. President's going to sign it, awesome. Um, we yeah. just want to throw in one little thing about um, we want to kill everyone who wears the color green. Okay, is right, that good? Right. All right, or, and, then it, or, and then it's like, oh, okay, now we have to veto this. Oh, exactly. That's exactly the point. I you was know, it's just come like the Republicans have yeah. put in something that's fucking whack. Yeah, and. Like, okay, it, it doesn't get through. So it's just like, he, 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 we're just going to fuck everything up. they're playing the game that they use against Democrats. When you hear, oh, they voted down, you know, funding for free school lunches for all kids. Well, that's because you put in like you put in a, thing a $10 about, okay, billion we, dollar military spending, you know, yeah. increase in right. there. Or we're going to invade Italy. <laughs> yeah, and Planned Parenthood. Yeah. You know, we're, we're going to, yeah. yeah. You so, shouldn't be allowed to attach shit. To bills. Ah, but that's, you know, that's democracy. But but is it? I mean, you craft no, a bill, you becomes... write it, you present it, and it should stand on its own. There shouldn't be pork. There shouldn't be. You remember the, the whole thing? I think it was it was either Family Guy or Simpsons where it was the paperclip. If you could paperclip it to the bill without anybody seeing, then it's officially part of it. <laughs> 
Like there shouldn't be attachments to bills. Right. If you're going to fund No Child Left Behind, you fucking fund it. You don't have a thing right behind it that says, oh, and yeah, we won't give any money to this, by the way. Yeah. What's crazy is that it'll never happen. You yeah. won't have a big change. And it's getting worse. Eventually, and worse. it's going to get to the point where I think you're going to have riots in will the streets. happen. But I don't think. How? Do you know what? Did you know why it won't happen? This is why nothing will happen. It's because Americans in general don't give a shit. The what president, if, the president if, would make that speech. Here's the thing. Hmm. The president will make that speech. All right. Let's pretend the president's going to make a speech and say, all right, shut the fuck up. I got this. Yeah. He's going to make a speech. You know, do you know what happens? Okay. 75% of Americans. Okay. They sit down. All right. They find out, oh, president's going to make a big speech. 70, you know, right. president's going to make a speech. They sit down. All right. Yeah. They see that the president's on. They'll listen to the first five minutes of it. Some of them, some of them yeah. will be on his side. And you know, 25% of people in general, right. okay, right. will listen with great interest. Oh, yeah. Because they're yeah. active and they're right. thoughtful, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Yeah. You'll get another, you know, 50% or 20% who will just go, oh, that black guy's on. I'm not going to watch this. <laughs> I, I'm being realistic. Others will say, oh, fuck, this is. Really, I, The Apprentice again? Right. You're going to interrupt gonna that? Be, no, they're going to go, oh, fuck. You know, Idol is supposed to be. Yeah, on. who'd we kill this time? All right. Um, <laughs> why do we vote this guy off? Right. The, the, they're yeah. not going to watch. Right. They're not going to give a shit. But if All he right? came on, if he came on and was just unlike anybody else, and aside from whatever hip-hop spin Fox would put on it, if he said, my fellow Americans, I'm here in front of you today. I almost said it with a Bush accent because I'm yeah. so used to that. If he came on and said, Shit's so fucked up, you can't believe it. Yeah. Don't touch the channel changer because we have shit to discuss. We're if on he just went every like that, channel. He yeah. could. He could get he on could, every channel. He could. Okay. But uh, some people turn it off. Some people go to the internet, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. And then, okay. Yeah. If people get interested in what he said last night. Right. Okay. They're going to go to their regular news source. Right. Some people are going to go to Fox. Right. And then it just gets spun into bullshit but here's the thing if he came out and and he said just i'm just spitballing i had no time to, to think about this because obviously we got this while we were, were recording yeah. and, and we just go through this but what if he said the entire system is corrupt the white house the senate yeah. um the the house of representatives and <laughs> obviously the supreme court it's all broken so here's my advice to you come election day don't vote that and, would be interesting and no one voted then what happens all those people stay in no they can't because nobody voted for them but the law says that certain yeah they would would they what if you voted no confidence that's an interesting question so these people no because you know what You'd still have a government because not everybody is up for election at a time. That's true. You would end up. But you know what would happen? The rest of them would go, oh, shit, we better fucking do no, something. No, but you know what What would end up happening? Say, you know, a senator whose yeah. term is up. Right. Okay. No one gets elected to that. Do you yeah. know what ends up happening? Hmm. The governor of that state has to appoint somebody. True. Okay. True. So then that becomes even worse because now all the voters are disenfranchised. 
Well, they didn't vote, so technically they're not voters. Right. But, but no, but the thing is, though, but the citizens now yeah. have not put their senator in office. Now it becomes, yeah. and now you've got, um, you've got, uh, 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 Blagojevich. Yeah. S- okay. Sitting people, people in office, exactly. selling off stuff. So and, now you've got, then it becomes yeah. party line. Okay. All right? Yeah. Yeah. Then it becomes, okay. Oh, okay. A Democratic governor is going to send a Democratic senator. Of course. Okay. Of course. And or then, somebody that contributed to the campaign. You know, heck of a exactly. job, Brownie. So it doesn't fucking, I mean, it doesn't work. I know. And, I know. But the problem is, okay. And the big problem is that in general, yeah. people don't care enough. Oh, but they, do but, no, when they, it's on the news. Yeah, but the thing is, but even on the news, they don't. Not yeah. all right. You know what? Not enough people care enough. People think they care. People think they know what's going on. Like the idiots that say, "Get your hands off my Medicare." No social, you know, programs for anybody. Not enough. Not huh? enough average Americans give a shit. No, because it doesn't. Okay, they don't think it directly affects them. Exactly. All right, and that that. Is the problem. There is no sense of, hey, you know what? As a citizen, I have a responsibility to participate yeah. in in my well, you I know mean, what? they're really they're yeah. really four branches of government. I mean well, yeah. so I mean and, and the people make up part of that, but because there are so many other distractions and things that people worry about and people have their lives, and yeah. you know what? There's so much other shit that distracts them. Some of it purposefully, yeah. some of it not. Well, you know what disenfranchised a lot of people? I think a lot of people that were that were active, I would say, this this really just destroyed their spirit was the Citizens United thing where corporations now can donate however much fucking money they want and they count the as people. What the fuck? Fuck you, Supreme Court. Yeah. That's bullshit. It like, is. Does, no one can override the Supreme Court's decision? No. That's bullshit. That's, that's I mean, the way. It, sometimes somebody needs to step in and go, really, guys? That's are, the, are you fucking kidding me? That's the Supreme part. But what ends up happening is then you can go and, and change the law. All they're doing is interpreting the law. And the thing is, though, in a way, you know, you elect the president who appoints. Well, tries to appoint. Tries to appoint a Supreme Court. Yeah. And it all really does filter down to the people. But then again. Let's look at the people. Yeah. I mean, it's like you deserve the government that you put there. And quite frankly, people deserve Because you know what it is? But honestly, we don't deserve what's happening. We really don't. Because you know what it is? It's like, okay, people vote quite – I mean, fuck, people vote for whoever the last fucking commercial they heard was. We, we, okay? don't, we don't deserve what – what the Republicans and Bush left. Because you know what it is? We People really go, don't. they vote, they are, okay, I've done my part. And then it's like they get there's all this money that comes at it comes yeah. to politicians, blah, blah, blah. But then it's just like, okay, if you take the money out. Yeah. All right. Yeah, this is bullshit where it's, you know, you have freedom of speech and that whole concept gets bastardized. Yeah. Until the and, Patriot Act you had freedom of speech. Well the thing is no, but but like, you know, okay, you know, there's there's associations and groups of people, lobbyists Okay, who are represented by lobbyists. Lobbyists should not be allowed okay. to spend money. Exactly. They should, they should be able to influence through... No, they, through, should be, they should be persuasive with their arguments, not with their fucking wallets. But the thing is, though, it's like, you know what? Even if it's not direct cash, there are always ways that the lobbyists are able to... You know, it may not be direct cash. It yeah. may not be campaign contributions. It may be... I don't know. Hey, you know what? 
if you're cool on this bill, you know what? We're opening an office building. There's going to be, you know, 4,000 jobs that we can put in, you know, a city in your state. Bam. Let's do that. So then, but the then, senator, but then, then the senator gets credit for bringing jobs into the state. That's 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 extortion. That's you give me what I want, and I'll give you something that makes you look really good. It's blackmail. It's influence. It's not right it's, because it's that's, blackmail. That's I mean, not, let's, but in let's a way, call it I mean, what it is. But it's I I agree. Okay, yeah. and in a way, you know, that senator is doing their job to hey, you know what? I got jobs in my state. Okay. So if for what it's worth, exactly, you know, small picture. Yeah. You got jobs in your state. I don't, I but don't, you know don't, what you just voted now, um, to, you know, that this company can now do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. They can pour anthrax into the Merrimack. Exactly. River. Good job. So, but the problem really, it really filters down to Joe six pack. Yeah. Yeah. If we were more involved, not us. No, you know, but obviously, because we are. But yeah, if the general person, like like anybody that we used to work with, you start talking about politics, they roll their eyes, they, they go, walk away. Oh, I can't believe you're talking about that stuff. That's so boring, right? Yeah, it's only your fucking future, idiot. Right. And that's, I mean, and that's the problem. Like I looked at, I looked at my, um, <laughs> I looked at my, I have a four hundred three B, I think, through the museum. Yeah, I lost a third of it. Since right. Monday, I lost a third of it. Because the market's all weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, Apple stock. That's the that. Well, I I have it. I have it invested like broadly through yeah. different portfolios and whatever. But that's I. It's it's the Republicans and the Tea Party. They're the ones that caused this to happen. They're fucking with your shit. They're fucking with everybody's shit. The thing yeah. is, this is the thing that kills me. Their money's invested, and they just fuck the stock market in the mouth. Yeah, because you know what ends and up And they happening. lost their own fucking money. No, 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 no. They didn't. Because then, you know, shit drops. Shit becomes cheaper to buy. They oh, and they have more, more of liquid their money. assets. Exactly. They're, yeah. they're just like, oh, hey, you know what? Certain stocks are cheaper now, so I'm going to go and buy a bunch of shit. I wonder... Just spitball in here. How on purpose it is? Hmm. Eh, just saying. Surprise me. Just saying. Let's fuck with the market. Well, hey, you know We've what? We've all seen trading places. Well, that's true. And then how many of those people would? And it, that would be very interesting to see the the on on the Friday before see what their their trading records were, and see if they put it all into low risk or if they put it into you know, really stable, or yeah. tr- put it in the treasury, right. which is which is where everybody is putting their money now, which right. is where the market's fucking tanking. Um, ninth worst drop in yeah. the history of the market was today. But you know what, my 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 retirement stuff it's it's long haul, right? So it's yeah, it's gonna sort of, recover. You just leave it there and forget about it. On the plus side, every paycheck I get while the market's down, though. Buys me more stock. Exactly. So I'm kind of okay with it because I'm not using yeah, over it over the long anything. term. You're going to be fine. But if somebody wanted to cash that in, use it as a down payment on something, I just I just burped. I had a lot yeah. of hot Italian sausage tonight. I suck cock. Yeah, I know. I said it. But if 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 they were planning on doing something, they're fucked for the foreseeable future. Uh-huh. Or they have to take a huge hit in what they thought they had for, you know, liquid assets. Right. So 
people in general don't give a shit. Politicians are too much, are too fucking cowardly to say something, you know, do something bold. It was, it's what I said when we were talking about healthcare in general. Yeah. No one's got the balls yeah. to come out and say, cut this shit out. Because yes. there's too much. Well, no, there is, there is. But Alan Grayson didn't get reelected, right? So it's like, and Al Franken actually barely got in. Yeah, he's been the mo- he's he is one of the most outspoken people. Yeah, in, but big, in, and in he's doing next to. I mean, no, he's got a he's on a couple committees that are kind of important. He's a little misguided on one of them, but still, in my opinion. <laughs> Anywho, what else we got in the news here? Um, let's see. I got a couple things that I think relate back to that. Let me see. Oh, uh, no, that's John Kerry. That's uh, you had an, didn't you have an Apple thing, some tech thing? Yeah, I, I closed it. It wasn't even interesting. Which one was it? Um, it was, I forget what it was. You know how I am about the tech talk. Uh, yes. I'm a geek. Um, unemployment benefits. Boehner claims S&P downgrade happened because Democrats blocked the GOP's attempt oh, this, to see, eliminate this is, Medicare. This is all bullshit, too. It's not even news it really isn't it's just like okay he said she said blah 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 but he fucking blah let me let me open up reince priebus's fucking bullshit this this one kills me rnc chair reince priebus the guy that took michael Steele's place who i like michael Steele. he's kind of a lovable goofball because he's he was like the joe biden of their party He says, the GOP's historic unpopularity shows Americans are upset with Obama. Let me say that again. People are mad at the Republicans because they hate Obama. Ah, yes, of course. Just like, and I used this analogy when I was talking with some people on Google+, because I'm still using that. Yeah. Um, the reason Green Lantern did so poorly is because Kevin James made Zookeeper. Exactly. And that, and that tank, too. Right. Yeah. So let's read what this fucking dumbass has to say. A new CNN, not the writer of the article, obviously. A new CNN opinion research poll released today finds Republican popularity badly bruised by the bitter debt ceiling debate, with the GOP's unfavorable ratings climbing to an all-time high of 59%. Wow. That's terrible, but funny. The party's favorable ratings, meanwhile, dropped eight points over the past month to just 33%. (sighs) The Democratic Party which had a favorable rating just a couple of points higher than the GOP in July, now has a 14-point advantage over the Republican Party, said CNN polling director Keating Holland. The network brought on RNC chairman Reince Priebus. It sounds like a, sounds like a dirty word you'd find in an urban dictionary, uh-huh. doesn't it? This afternoon to respond to numbers. While saying he hadn't studied, poll, he hadn't studied the poll in depth, Priebus embarked on stunningly brazen spin, blaming the drop in Republicans' approval on President Obama. Despite host Brooke Baldwin's repeated attempt to get Priebus to address the GOP's unpopularity, the chairman kept going back to Obama. Baldwin. To what do we attribute this? Fallout from the debt ceiling debate? Oh, sorry, debacle? Priebus. First of all, I haven't. Re- I, I want to make him talk like this when he, when he talks because his name is Rice <laughs> Priebus. First of all, I haven't really looked at it too deeply, other than the fact that I think it's true that people are frustrated with a lot of what's going on in Washington. I think most of all, people are frustrated with the president who continues not to lead during the most important in our country. Well, they missed a word there. Hmm. But it's not just a matter of leadership, Brooke. It's a matter of what this president has put in place 
when he's had the opportunity to lead. He put in Obamacare. Baldwin, hold on, writes Priebus. You see the numbers right there. Now, versus July, Priebus, okay, Brooke, and I told you, I think people are frustrated with politics in general. No, it's politicians, actually. But the reality is that we have a leader in Washington, Baldwin. Well, you mentioned the president, but I'm asking you specifically about your party. Priebus, I think people are frustrated with a lot of people in Washington, and we have a president who's not a willing partner. So, <laughs> they're raping the president? <laughs> you want to you hear it? Sure. I wonder what his voice sounds like. I hope it sounds like this. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. I want you to take a look at some numbers with me. I don't know if you've seen these numbers. Hot off the presses. A brand new Oof. CNN opinion research poll. The approval rating of your Republican Party, sir, dropping eight points. Eight points since July 20th. Democrats actually up two points. Our viewers, you can see the numbers right there. Eight, eight points in uh, three weeks' time. Reince Priebus, is that, uh, to what do we attribute this? The, the fallout from the debt ceiling debacle? Well, first of all, I don't know. I haven't it's really pretty seen close. Or, or, or looked at it too deeply, other than the fact that I think it's true. I think people are uh, frustrated with uh, with a lot of what goes on in Washington. I think most of all, people are frustrated with a president who continues not to lead in the most important debate in our country. But it's not just a matter of, of leadership, Brooke. It's a matter of what this president has put in place when he's had the opportunities to lead. He's put a budget in place that increased that proposed the biggest structural deficit in the history of America. He put in Obamacare but at two on, and a half trillion a dollars. Moment, I mean, let's, let's throw those numbers up again. Like you said you hadn't seen the so let me just give you an opportunity. Let's, let's just pause and you can see them because you can see the numbers here. Uh, do you think the American public is beginning to hold your party accountable? Talk about, you know, malaise and frustration, at least in some measure here, uh, for the state of the economy. You see the numbers right there. Now versus July. Okay, Brooke, and I, and I told you, I think people are frustrated with politics in general. But well, you the reality the is, I'm just is that we have a leader your party. in <laughs> I think people are frustrated with with a lot of people in Washington, with with the whole with the whole structure. I mean, with what's happening with 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 the negotiations in Washington. He's I losing don't deny it. That. Oh yeah. I think it's true. I think that Americans are starving for real, authentic people to lead this country. People who are not in love with speeches, fundraisers, press conferences like this president. So quit. Somebody who's going to lead America out of this mess. And we have a president who is not a willing partner to have tough conversations like the conversation that Paul Ryan was willing to have. People who are, your last guest was talking, was talking about needing people in Washington to make tough choices. He was well, talking the about the bickering. Congress made he some tough talking, choices. And a lot of people are talking about bickering. Oh, boy. You know, maybe we should just fucking run for it. Here's what I, know, I huh? here's the first thing I would do. If I need some financial guys, I would call up the uh, the Nobel Prize Commission, and I'd say, hey, uh, can I get you a list of uh, people you've given Nobel Prizes in economics to? Yeah. And uh, We can start with Krugman. Let's bring in Paul Krugman. We'll talk to him. He seems to know what's going on. The thing is, though, anybody that runs, anybody that's going to make a change, has to actually make a fucking change. I mean, I would, I would pull the, the I would, you know what I would do? Yeah, I'd pull the troops out of wherever the fuck they are. All of them. All of them. Everywhere. Like, 
no, like Korea, G- Germany, all of them. All, Cause all those, of them? Cause no, I'm talking I'm just, about. No, I'm just wondering. I'm just no, wondering, no, no. I'm talking about you know Afghanistan and Iraq. Okay, and, a and, well shouldn't have been there in the and first any place. other secret wars we're fighting. Yeah, exactly. Shouldn't have been there in the fucking first place. Yeah. It's a waste of time for us to be there now. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Just get the fuck out of there. Right. All right. If the so terrorists, it sounds like we're actually going to lay out our platform against Scott. I guess so. Seriously, if, this time, if the if the if the terrorists are going to strike, they're going to fucking strike. Okay? Exactly. So far, we've got these ass clowns who have tried. All right. If they're going to do it, they're going to do it. Yeah. Okay. We, you Us could. leaving Afghanistan is not going to is not going to to to, to breed is not going to. Staying in Afghanistan, I'm sorry, this is a better way to put it. Staying yeah. in Afghanistan is not, I think, keeping us any safer. Okay? No, I think no. you need to maintain diligence on an intelligence level, but being right. on the ground, trying to turn these places in the, in, into democracies. Hearts and minds fuck, and stuff. Fuck them. They well, want to be a democracy, be a fucking democracy, what, but leave me the fuck out of it. What would you think of handing over um, airport security to military personnel? Like the TSA. And then it's like National Guard. You know what? Um, something to consider. Something at least. to consider. Okay, but I, I mean, I think that you could, if you spent a little bit more money, even if you spent more money on on like airline air, air you know, airport security, that's right. still going to be less than what we're spending. Well, the thing is, you got to get the right people because we've heard fucking horror stories. Yeah, I know, but, about uh, but there are incompetent people, right? But there are incompetent people in. Every p- profession. I would okay? prefer an incompetent Marine over an incompetent part-time TSA worker. Exactly. Because right? an incompetent I mean, really, Marine is you know, still top-notch. I've thought about going to work for the TSA. You want me checking the airports? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> I'm tired. They would, I'm an they, they would require you show up on time. Okay. So that shit's right out the window. Fuck that. All right. So Next. All right. Next. I mean... Domestically, okay, all that money that you're saving, yeah, okay, from from the military, right, from, which is from the billions wars, of dollars a month, billions of dollars a day, okay. Yeah. Sorry, everyone's gonna call me a bleeding heart, fucking liberal. All right, okay, give it to the fucking schools. Yeah, all right, not just some of them. No, all of all them. of them. Okay? You know, you know who all I of them. Not just the inner city schools. Right. Not just this school to that school. There's a school. There's a school literally half a mile away that is the same as it was in the fifties. Okay. Give it to the fucking schools. Yeah. Okay. You know who else I would give it to? Who? I would give money. I would give more money to NASA. You know, that's such a Why not? small thing. It is. Okay. It is. That's the thing. One month, and I think I think we'll hear this at the end of the show. I'm not sure how much of the clip I grabbed. One month of the war in, in Iraq or Afghanistan was NASA's budget for the last fifty years. Okay. So and then, there you go. There's another fifty years. Get us on Mars. Okay. And then you know what? Start looking toward fucking, you know, fuel alternatives, okay? Start making that, okay? Let the government pay for that, you know, because the government paid for all sorts of, like, shit to get us to the fucking moon and all that kind of stuff. So, you know what, government? The government now is going to get in the green fucking business. You know know what you could do? You know what you could do? You could, could, in the desert, in that part part of the country that nobody lives in. Wind farms. Solar farms, solar and wind. Yeah. You could do this. You could do both. Yeah, in the same could. thing. And the solar and wind from the desert area of the United States could power the whole fucking country. I don't know if I'm it would sure. power the whole fucking country, just, but it would definitely. I mean, it would def. It would help. I'm just. I'm. It you would, know. It would obviously help. a hyperbole, but yeah, it would, I mean, even if it's just half the country. 
It would help. Also, what, what it would do is it, it would and, and, and keep it here. Okay. Yeah. You know, develop this technology, manufacture it here. America needs to make shit. You know, you again. Know, the only thing America makes right now is movies. It's. Sh- I don't think that wind and solar should be called a renewable. <laughs> Energy source. It's not renewable. It's, it's, it's infinite. It's infinite. That's exactly. what it should be called, an infinite energy source. And, you know, you hear infinite energy source, you're like, fuck, I want me some of that. All right? And um, it would be so fucking cheap. Cut this Cut this bullshit with, you know, abortion and all that. You know what? People are going to do what people are going to do. Okay? So basing shit on. Here's, here's how no, you basing solve the shit whole on, thing. On moral shit and blah, blah, blah. And, oh, well, you know, we think giving out condoms to kids. No, no. I, I know how to end the whole thing. The, how, to, how to shut the whole argument up. Hey, religions, you want to get into the conversation? Pay, tax. pay taxes. Yeah. If not, shut the fuck up and get in your building and pray. Right. Okay. That's it. If you want to influence, you want to get into politics. People, do it in the fucking church. Otherwise, shut the fuck up. Okay? Or or pay up. Or or pay up. Next thing, okay? Because yeah. abortion—it's none of your fucking business. Can you imagine if every church paid taxes? I've I've got news for you. You know what? Giving out condoms to kids, okay, does not increase the amount. What, what age or, are we talking? I'm talking teenagers. 14? I'm talking teenagers. Mm. You know, whatever. Whenever kids start fucking, okay? Got, I got news for you. Kids are going to fuck. Yeah. Okay? They're going to try to fuck. So talk to them about why, you know what? Might be a good idea to take it in the mouth. Fuck. Okay? <laughs> Just don't fuck. Okay? <laughs> do 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 Exactly. <laughs> All right? Start going to fucking hospitals and finding out, hey, you know what? I want to know why a blood test costs X. Yeah. Okay? Why the fuck do you charge this insurance company or why does why will I mean this insurance company will pay X amount of dollars and yeah. you'll take it. Okay. Yeah. This insurance company will take you know, you'll take X you know, amount you know of money. Why? From this. You know why? Because the insurance lobbyists exactly. pay for that privilege. Okay. That's it's just like, you know what? A blood test costs X. Shut I, the fuck I, up. I would I would tell the Capitol Police to not allow any lobbyists inside the buildings anymore. Right. No n- get the fuck out. Exactly. We don't need you. Get get take your money. Spend it on benefits for your Shut fucking employees. Fuck That's right. the thing they should do. The tobacco companies, Walmart, the soda, beef, all of those giant industries should take the money and turn it around and give it as a benefit to their employees. And, Better health but, but care, you know more days but, but, off. But you know what? Here's also instead the thing, of lobbying okay? to fuck people over. But here's the thing. You know what? And I know that we have uh, a, a, an email about a little bit about the fucking fast food industry yeah. killing people and stuff like that. All right, and, it's regulations, and we'll, what we'll, it comes we'll, down to. we'll talk a little bit yeah. about that later, and I'll get into my rant about that. <laughs> okay, okay, because quite frankly, and this is going to be probably the most Republican I'll ever sound. Right. Okay, if you smoke and you die, yeah. it's your own fucking fault. If I, I think eat, I think we're going to see something a little bit different okay. than what you're what you're saying. If this you, is like if you eat a Big beef. Mac every fucking day, you're going to die. Well, you know you're all going to die anyway. You're, shut the fuck up. You're going to fucking die. Yeah. Okay. But the thing is, there there should be, and this is this is this is the 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 least Republican I'll be right now. Okay. <laughs> there should be regulations in every industry. Oh, yeah, because it gives them keep- guidelines to follow. But we're going to find out in the email that it's like without fucking guidelines, there's fucking salmonella beef going around and, well, and, that and should, turkey I'm and not shit. saying that like the food itself should kill people. 
All right? I think that right. people should, you know, you go to eat a fucking hamburger, you're going to eat a fucking hamburger. You know the risks before you do it. Yeah. We, we talked about this with, like, alcohol You're going to eat drugs. a muffin. Eat a fucking muffin. Yeah. All right? All right, so what else? Because I think we're pretty much in agreement uh, at this point right now. Where, well, what, what else? What else didn't we touch? Well, I think there needs to be, obviously, stricter guidelines on uh, on, on fuel economy. Like way fucking stricter. Like everything runs on batteries. But I think that, that but that's one of those things. That's one of those things where the government can invest money that they save yeah. from not being in Iraq into industries like, you know, battery technology and yeah. and transportation technology. And I mean the US developed mag you know, magnetic levitation for trains yeah. and we don't even fucking use it. The Japanese use it. Okay, granted, yeah. we're a nation of cars, and it's great True. to see what's going on with, you know, hybrid cars and stuff like that. Right, you get right. cars that get a shitload of money, you know, a shitload of miles per gallon, and that's awesome. Can we yep. do better? Probably. If I could take a train to Las Vegas and it took 10 hours, I know that's unrealistic, but yeah. just for instance, because 10 is a nice round number, I would drive to Boston to take the train. Right. You know, that... If I could, I mean, it, it takes me six hours to drive to Philadelphia. If I could take a train and did it in three nuclear power, I would see I would see my family a lot more often. How would you feel about nuclear power? See, here's the here's the interesting thing. I saw a cartoon and it was a nuclear reactor and it was melting down and it was um um what's another fucking power source? Coal and it was all the the smoke yeah. coming out and it was a, and then and, and it's like who's protesting these right and nobody was and then it was a fucking windmill and it was a dude not in my backyard it's like what about the nuclear fucking radiation and shit that could happen I think if you're gonna set it up you have to make sure that um first as we see in Japan it's not on a fault line or near the fucking ocean you could you could set them up in the desert okay you know and what? then put fucking solar panels on them. <laughs> You know what? The fucking French have nuclear power. The French! Well, yes. Okay, if the French can figure out how to make nuclear power work, what the fuck are we doing with coal? Well, we have a we have a we have some. Here. No, no, you know what you have? You have fucking people who are too wrapped up in Three Mile Island and watch Silkwood too many fucking times. Okay? <laughs> Accidents are going to happen, but Accidents I are gonna happen, honestly, but if it's honestly, done right. I think if we if we fill up the desert with with wind farms, I don't think we need nuclear power. Honestly, but nuclear. I would rather see. I would rather see nuclear power as an option than it can be. Still it can be an option for oil and importing oil. Oh yeah, yeah. But I think I think you you need to go with the infinite energy sources first. I mean, granted, nuclear power technically could be. But you don't have toxic byproducts from solar or wind. Then you ship it into fucking space. Well, that's expensive, isn't it? And, oh, the budget isn't there because we cut NASA's budget. But you know what? <laughs> well, that's what you fucking do. You figure you, but the you money. Know. But the money you save from this bullshit in, like, Iraq and Afghanistan, you fucking figure that shit out. But you know what would happen. You would send a rocket full <laughs> of toxic waste up into space with a crew so that they could push it towards the sun, right? And you get the fucking Fantastic Four. That's what would happen. Okay. A, a wave of solar radiation. And then, then you know. That's fucking cool. No, because I don't trust people. They'd all become bad guys. We welcome our new mutated alien overlords. Okay. <laughs> uh, but but yeah. you know what, though? Figure this shit out. There's an answer to this. Instead of being pussies. More, more money needs to go to science and education. Look. And you, less 
to fighting wars that, that we're we don't not need to win. fucking be there. Okay, it's not my job to make sure Iraq is democratic. I don't give a fuck. I'm really sorry that yeah. that that fate put these people in a country where the douchebag Hussein decided to fucking try out mustard gas for shits and giggles. Okay, I'm really sorry, but you know what? You're not going to appreciate your independence. You're not going to appreciate your democracy unless you fucking fight for it. Yeah, okay? and they don't see. And if you don't want to fucking do it, then it's not my fucking problem. And more. More of more American citizens are dying every day. We we lost a bunch of SEAL Team Six the other day in a fucking helicopter Which is a crash. Really weird thing because why the fuck were yeah, there I like know. thirty of them on one goddamn I, helicopter? I know. All right, but anyway, who knew it was there? How, when's the last time a fucking helicopter got shot down? Also, the one that what? went that took out Bin Laden didn't even get shot down. Well, what about immigration? All all I'm saying is the tough. The, that's a I'm, tough question. But you, you know what? We have laws. Enforce them. Don't give me this bullshit about they're doing jobs that people don't want to do. We okay? read articles that there's crops dying on the vine because okay. you know people what? don't want those jobs. I got news for you, okay? Find people to do those fucking jobs because I got news for you. <laughs> but you know, they won't. They they can't even get prisoners to be, do it. But you know, well, you know what? Make the prisoners do it. They're no. fucking prisoners. No, but see, then there's those oh, cruel and unusual. Prisoners have more rights than you and I do. Fuck the prisoners. You know what? Fuck the prisoners. That's their own job. No. <laughs> Fuck the prisoners. That's my new goddamn slogan. All right? You know, don't be an asshole. Fuck the prisoners. Uh, a couple other things. Um, uh, marijuana possession should no longer be a a, a crime that you get thrown oh, in you know jail what? for. I'm at, this, I'm at the point now where, you know what? Legalize it all. Legalize. I know. There's the legalize, legalize it all. Legalize everything. Yeah. Legalize it. Tax the shit out of well, it. Well, it would get rid of crime. It wouldn't get rid of crime, okay? Well, but you know what? You'd be able to tax it. You'd be able to regulate it. Great. Are you going to make a bajillion fucking dollars doing it? Is it going to solve the economy's problems? No. No. But no. what you're going to do is it'll be a little bit more control. And quite frankly, yeah. if people overdose and do a wine house, fine. Goodbye. You're <laughs> out of the fucking equation. I'm sorry you're dead. The, but the again, great, too fucking bad. The great thing about it is if we were to actually run on this whole platform, we're not a party. We we don't we we can't be put in either camp. No, we would just be running as independents. Yeah, we'd be the crazy. Okay. Thing. And here's our campaign slogan: Don't fuck this up. <laughs> no, I, I, think I think that's really what it should I, be. I, no, the campaign slogan could be: Are you serious? Yeah. Because yeah. people go, oh, you can't say that because you know what? Fuck you, I can. Somebody's in exactly. jail because they killed somebody. Yeah. Okay. Here's your choice. <laughs> I'm going to give you a choice, yeah. okay? You killed a dude, Yeah. all right? In self-defense or, or because I felt like it? No, somebody, like, killed his fucking wife. Okay. Okay? I'm just, I'm just oh, I thought you meant me. No, no, no. Okay. A dude <laughs> killed his wife. All right. All right? Premeditated murder, like, no fucking question. This right. motherfucker killed another person. Right, like okay? in the middle of, like, like an intersection and everybody saw it. Okay, yes. So there is absolutely no fucking guilty. question, yeah. all right? Gotcha. It was on YouTube. Right. All right, it got 60,000 hits before this motherfucker got to jail. Right. Okay? So now, no fucking question. Yeah. All right? And, yeah, sure, this turns into running, man, but well, that, you know what? Here's you know a what? Question. I would get ratings. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Tax it. <laughs> no, you just sell advertising exactly. time well, on well, it. Well, whatever, okay? You, because really, I think if marketed properly, and fucking Rupert Mur Murdoch could get this thing on the air. That's, although it Well, probably, not right now. Oh, no, he, it would probably get canceled after 13 episodes. <laughs> Only if he makes it sci-fi. Exactly. So yeah, All the stalkers could wear Nike uniforms that say, just do it. 
So this go. dude killed. All right, here is yeah. your choice. Okay. Yeah. You either go do some of those jobs that they say that no one wants to do. Right. Okay. Because now we're clamping down on immigration. Okay. You either do that. Yeah. Or die. Or you get the, or, or, or you get the electric chair because no you, one wins Running Man, right? right. Are we doing the no, Running no, no, Man fuck thing? Running Man, no, 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 no. You get a choice. Okay, I want to be entertained. You've, no, you've been found guilty. Right, you've been found guilty. You're there in the fucking courtroom. Yeah. Okay. Here's your decision. Okay. You either get to live out the rest of your days, right, as quite frankly, um, someone who works, right, and you do all those jobs that nobody wants to do, right, okay. Be still be a productive member dealing of society. crops, you know, yep. you know, deal, dealing with crops and stuff like that. Okay, you go back to a fucking barracks. Okay, and right. that's what you do until you can't do it anymore. Right. Okay. You retire at sixty five. Okay. You go into a retirement community where you do something else that we need done that an old person can do. Well, from what I understand, Microsoft was using convicts to pack their uh, software Fine. for a while. I don't give a fuck what they do. Yeah, no, okay? I'm just saying that. But they're a... going to do whatever the fuck they're told to do. Hey, you know what they could do? They could moderate YouTube comments. <laughs> or or whatever, okay? <laughs> or or yeah. you die. Okay? And you know what? And, and and here's the thing: at any point, yeah, during their indentured servitude, if they decide, hey, look, you know what? I don't want to fucking pick grapes or you know distribute peaches right. or or teach the blind how to give themselves insulin shots. Okay, yeah, I really thought you were going somewhere else. With okay, that. <laughs> okay, yeah, I I would I would rather die now. Yeah. Okay, then you know what? We kill you. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry. It sounds cold, and I'm sure that I. You know what? I hope I get a lot of shit for all this. Okay, then fucking kill them. Really. Mm. And then you know what? I, I mean, thought and, I thought we were going to talk about the difference between a dude that killed his wife and a dude that was caught smoking pot. I thought that's where we were going. Oh no! If somebody's caught, no, because we've legalized pot. Oh, well, we've legal. If forgot if about that. if this person now like now if somebody like rapes somebody. If you rape somebody, okay, you're going to jail right. for the rest of your life. You're chemically castrated, okay, and is that enough to stop the sex drive? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But here's the thing. All right. Yeah. Again, you get to work out your time. Okay. Right. You you either work out your time, okay, or you die. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Prisons are bullshit. Okay. Well, for, for certain, I, we, for we've certain. been we've been reading stories. I don't know if, if they've been on the show, but I've been reading stories about people that have been committing crimes to go to jail to get meals and a roof over their heads. Okay, that's ridiculous. I totally agree. But really, after we take care of shit, you won't fucking need that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, really, I mean, if if you're homeless for a certain reason, okay, there are going to. You know what? Have Oh, people hate this because then it turns into big government, blah, blah, blah. You know okay. what, though? I don't think big government is necessarily a bad thing. I think it's how it it. You it, turn it, it into a fucking works pro- program like they did at the end of the Depression. Okay. Hey, you know what? We need to get people working. Carve yeah. some fucking faces in that mountain. Exactly. Oh, but yeah. I don't want to put some fucking faces on that mountain. <laughs> you get three squares a day. You get a fucking paycheck to send home to, to, to your kids. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah but put a fucking face on that mountain. I and swear it, to God. And it better look like George Washington. Right. I swear you to fucking God. You motherfuckers, build a fucking railroad. Yeah. You put houses in Appalachia. Hey, how come how come they don't they don't recruit the homeless people to build Habitat for Humanity stuff? They could be building houses they for themselves. They could do that, too. They could do that, too. I would throw a shitload of money at that program. Yeah. Like, a lot of money. Like, like enough to make Carter just kind of stagger back and go, what the hell? I need some peanuts. So, <laughs> and re- I mean, really. Was that, was that a good Carter? Yeah, I tried. Was, I don't know. I haven't heard him speak in a while. Um <laughs> But it, it's one of the. You, you, we need we need to help ourselves. We need to help the citizens in the in the country, the people that can't help themselves. And it's a, it's a little bleeding heart. But there's a lot of homeless people. There's a lot of people that served in wars that are homeless. There's a lot what, of people that are homeless because of shit the government's done. And you know what I would do? You know what I would do? Someone wants to do a like a bunch of celebrities want to do a fucking telethon. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> no more fucking telethons. Mary J. Blige, if you want to sing a fucking song and hope to raise a million dollars, write a fucking check. Yeah. You know, I was watching a couple of football guys talk to me and try to <coughs> get me to donate to a program and that would like help people. I don't even know what the fuck it was because all I kept thinking was, why don't you tell me how much you donated first? Yeah. Oh, what? Your fucking time? Fuck, fuck you. you. Like, it's supposed to be a big fucking thrill to see this steroid jacked up fucking moose head. We call them roid monkeys. Motherfucker. Okay. Oh, I spent some time with some kids. Oh, big fucking deal, you yeah. goddamn. Nobody can see the masturbating fucking move you're asshole. Doing there. Okay. Big fucking deal. We now, Michael- granted, there are a bunch of sports people that do give a lot of money. We got no, uh, just, no, just that's to be great. fair. If to people be fair. donate, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Okay. But you know what? Like after Katrina, like like Brad Pitt was down there building fucking houses for people. Yeah. Okay. I saw like a couple news stories about it. It's not a big fucking deal. Okay. Not, not for him. No. Not for him. You know, great. Like, just this is what I should do be doing. Exactly. And apparently they've adopted like uh, uh, the entire group of kids resembles like the young version of the Black Eyed Peas. Exactly. So that's an investment. Yeah. It is in the okay. future. Yeah. Black Eyed Peas too. Exactly. It's a bit of Black Eyed Peas, you know, fucking cover band. Yeah. Um, I used to really kind of not like Bill Gates for like how he came about, like you know, with stealing software and shit like that. But he's he software. Uh, he appropriated it from Xerox. You know what? You know what? They all did. You know, no, you know, you know what it was in the beginning. That has nothing to do no, with my point. No, you know what that, it is. What, no, let me finish. Xerox didn't realize what it what it had because, but it was still Apple, theirs. Because that's the point. No, but but Apple saw what they were doing. Like I, with you know mouse. what? I don't. I, honestly, I don't care. It has nothing to do with what I was going to say. But I think it's unfair. I, have, to say I don't that care. They stole. It has not. He's admitted it. It's, so yeah. Anyway, I didn't like him. I didn't like him. I thought he was a, a self-righteous okay, douchebag. He wants to, you know, he's get rid of the eliminating malaria. malaria. Yeah, I have more respect for him than I ever thought would be possible. Yeah, because he's taking his own money and he's eliminating malaria. Yeah, by I think personally killing every mosquito on the face of the earth. But yeah, but here's here's another thing that bothers me. That's yeah. great. He's in Africa and he's trying to kill malaria. That's yeah. fucking great. But you know what though. Until, like, 
Every kid in America can read. Every kid in America has three meals a day. Every kid in America doesn't he um, doesn't he have other programs? I'm I, as I'm well? sure I'm sure that he does. But you the know what? Bill and though, Melinda but Gates he can write a fucking check and you know build new schools in you know six states without batting an eye. True. So I mean, it's great what he's doing in Africa. Well, some some people feel like they they should be more of a world citizen than a national citizen. Blah, another more. I I don't see a problem with that. I really don't. I think what he's doing is incredibly selfless because he could just be sitting on a fucking pile of money doing nothing. Like what what's um what's Steve Jobs doing with his money? We don't know. That's yeah. the thing. I know what Bill Gates is doing with his money, which is fucking amazing. Steve Jobs only gets paid a dollar a year. Bullshit. <laughs> he he also gets eight billion dollars worth of stock every oh, year. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, um I think as of today, um Apple is the most valuable company in the history of the world. Really? More than oil yeah. companies? Yeah. They're on track to be the first company to be worth a trillion dollars. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. They they passed Exxon today. Wow. Yeah. They passed Exxon, and they sort of, uh, by the end of the day, I think Exxon ended up staying ahead, but that won't Okay. Last. So we're talking, this is like a monster sink randall and sully thing going on yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) but that's fucking amazing that is for for a company that holds for the for the computer market what 20 percent 30 percent maybe but it's it's, depends on you know what market you look at it's it's the phones and the and the 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 mp3 players and the it's the phones and the ipads oh the ipads yeah yeah well it's i kind of lump them together sort of even though the ipad's a little fancier the iPad's awesome. I'm not saying it's not. I want one. Uh, Bank of America has activists arrested for delivering complaint on code violations at vacant properties. Because oh. there's a lot of foreclosed homes out there still. Yeah. And then we'll go to break after this one. Two weeks ago, the We're Chicago... two hours and ten minutes already. I know, huh? Well, we just had a huge rant about yeah. what's wrong with everything. I know. And folks, please let me know what you think, because I know I come off as a bit of an asshole, but I'd love to hear what you think. I know exactly Bring where me. I think people will disagree, although they could surprise me. On immigration and my feelings about prisoners? Probably. I, and drugs. I think there'll be, there'll be, you know, some drugs should be legal, some shouldn't. Ugh. <sighs> What fucking difference does it make? Legalized cocaine. If people die, too fucking bad. I'm sorry. I'm really, really sorry. No, no. I mean, like, like, you know what you're getting into when you fucking roll up a dollar bill. I'm talking like, like crystal meth. Again, same fucking thing. You know what you're getting into. Yeah, but I don't think we need American produced crystal meth. Like, that's not really something. Like, like the stun grenades that other armies are using that say "Made in USA" on the side of it. We don't need that shit. But here's the but but here's the thing: if you're going to fucking buy it, it's like you know, I'm not saying sell it to school children, but it's like you're over 21. You know, you go, you buy a bottle of Jack and you know, a little couple of you know, a few hits of crystal meth. All right, yeah. you go home, you get your party on, you do too much, you die. Sorry. Hmm. Your own fucking fault. You know You know who could be the lobbyist for crystal meth? Who? The American Dental Association. There you go. <laughs> Let me get back to this here. Um, the, the immigration thing, I think, I like still, I have no opinion one way or the other because I don't know what to think of it. There are laws so. in place. Just enforce them. 
It's that easy. Well, the argument could be made that Reagan naturalized a whole bunch of people, gave amnesty to them. And if a Republican didn't do it, why can't somebody else? Oh, but wait, Reagan's technically not a Republican anymore. Because it doesn't fucking matter. It's 30 years later. So this says two weeks ago, the Chicago City Council passed a new statute that, quote, will make lenders liable for the upkeep of vacant homes even when the borrower still holds, holds the title. That's cool. That's interesting. The law was passed unanimously and will take effect in September. The importance of this new law came into focus last week when two firefighters were injured battling a fire that sprung up in a vacant home in the Englewood neighborhoods of the south side of on the south side of Chicago. As Aaron Crager knows, that's where bad bad Leroy Brown lives. Oh, really? Yeah, baddest man in the whole damn town. Yeah, meaner than a junkyard dog. This outraged activist from Action Now, a local community group, uh, Aaron Crager, right? Uh, Marsha Goddard, who is a board member of the organization, led a group of five people to a local branch of Bank of America, which owned the vacant property, to inform the bank about code violations that it would be liable for when the law goes into effect. The mega bank, which there shouldn't be anything like that, responded by having Goddard arrested. <laughs> Little little overreaction. Action now. And I love that. We, that's what we should have named the show. Action now. Motherfucker. <laughs> Explains that it was not engaging in a civil disobedience action and simply wanted to share the code violations with Bank of America. And we have a little excerpt from, I'm sure, what is the police report? Because I, I said it was. Marsha Goddard, 52, a Westside mother and account holder at Bank of America, is a board member of Action Now. She led a group of five people into the Bank of America headquarters at LaSalle and Jackson today with copies of complaint forms filled out by community residents who want the bank to clean up and maintain the thousands of vacant properties the bank owns in neighborhoods across the city. Bank of America had refused to accept the complaints, and Marsha had said she wasn't leaving until they did. Marsha, Marsha, (laughs) Marsha. They had her arrested immediately. I know. This was not a planned civil disobedience action. We had no intention of taking arrests. In fact, we thought we had gone out of our way to do Bank of America a favor by doing the research for them on code violations. So was the people from Action Now. Um, Goddard and her fellow activists are not deterred by the arrest. They plan to hold rallies outside the bank branch every day for the rest of the week and will continue to call attention to dangerous vacant properties that will soon be liable for maintaining. That is a very interesting thing to do because they can just let them sit there empty instead of actively going out and trying to sell them to people and take a loss on them. Right. So they're going to take a loss on them one way or the other. Yeah. But they don't want to spend any money to do anything to keep them up. Yeah. Whatevs. Do you want to do you want to do the, do you want to do a break or do you want to do the Boehner one that starts with the headline "Letting Republicans Eliminate Medicare Would Have Stopped the Credit Downgrade"? Oh bullshit! 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 <laughs> Fuck that! I don't need yeah, to hear that. We don't shit. even need to hear that. It's do all we? politics and bullshit. <laughs> yeah, this we're definitely reading. I think that's a right. I like that because I think that chick on the right is kind of hot. No, okay. That's just sexy. Um, That's from the email. Fuck that. That's the uh, Oompa Loompa. Yeah. So we'll just get rid of that one. Um, Cantor opposes extending unemployment benefits. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, another asshole. Fucking out of touch people. Frustrated constituents jeer Senator McCain for supporting huge corporate tax breaks. Oh, fuck that. You know, that's it's more politics. Big it's more surprise. bullshit. There shouldn't be any breaks. You know, they're all fucking cocksuckers. 
Santorum's message to people who can't afford health care costs, lower your cell phone bill. Oh, you know, we heard this bullshit, too. You know, it's just like, <laughs> oh, you know, don't pay for the country club. Fuck you. Go fuck yeah. yourself. Hey, at least he picks something that's a little more realistic. Yeah, huh? suck your own cock and bite it off. Okay, you <laughs> stupid fuck. <laughs> I love how we're just blasting through these. Uh, National Review, Obama secretly supports violent London rioters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't we all? So let's take a break. I want to read that one. That could be actually kind of interesting. All so. Right. We'll be right back um, if I can get this thing to work. Did that not? Uh, did that not play? That's not playing. So we're gonna do it from here. You're gonna be very careful. All Hollywood can do is make mindless drivel that rots kids' brains. Who wants to see a movie like what my dad watched when he was a kid? Those films are so boring and the special effects are horrible. The movies he grew up with are sometimes a big surprise. I at times feel uncomfortable watching movies I loved when I was younger with my own kids because I forgot how much cursing, sex, and violence they showed back then. All we want to do is watch a fun movie that we all like. That's why we created Family Movie Night. A podcast where we review movies from an adult perspective. And from a kid's perspective. So you can find movies for your whole family to enjoy. We review new movies. Old childhood favorites. Cult and foreign films. And Godzilla. So check out Family Movie Night on the web at fmnpodcast.com or find us on iTunes. Bye! you find yourself looking for a different type of genre podcast do you find yourself on the weekends wondering when you will find that one film that might change your life well then maybe you should check out the gentleman's guide to midnight cinema with your host big willie and the samurai bringing class to the trash since 1977 and rocking the house you can find the gentleman at ggtmc.com Last to the trash. Hey fans, it's Ken Forey. Just want to tell you about Mail Order Zombie. Great company. They review zombie films, any zombie film. 
every zombie film. And it's uh, something you should tune into. So if you get a chance, go to the website, look these guys up, Mel Zombie, and find out what the hot zombie films are today. What's going on? These guys are right on the, the cutting edge of, of reviewing zombie movies. And if you're a zombie, or you want to be a zombie, or you're thinking about being a zombie, or your mom's a zombie, your dad's a zombie, or your damn mother-in-law's a zombie, tune into Mel Zombie, baby. You'll find out what's going on. Ken Forey, and that's out. This is a great jump film from the Girls on Film Radio. Are you tired of all those vegetarian or vegan podcasts? We just listened to what the Gentleman's Guide to Midnight Cinema had to say about the Girls on Film Radio. A lot of good meat in there. There's a lot of good meat in there uh, that the girls talk about. You guys got a lot of nice meat over there at the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So there you have it. The meaty film discussion by meaty women. Listen to Girls on Film Radio. Girlsonfilm.podomatic.com. <laughs> All right. Um, so before we get to voicemail, I don't know the full story of what's going on. So um, I've, I've only been seeing horrific, horrific um, fucking shit on the news about London. Um, From what I understand, things are getting pretty shitty. People are unhappy, unemployment, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they're reacting the same way as if their soccer team lost. <laughs> that's, that's kind of putting it mildly. I'm sorry. I'm being a douche. Um, what else is new? Well, on, on the Wikipedia thing here, um, from what I'm led to believe, it has to do with, uh, it started with the shooting of Mark uh, Dugan or Duggan. I'm not sure. Did it you... start with that or... Like, was well, there a reason for that? It was uh, It was on August 4th. Well, let me read about what, what it says here about the shooting. It says, uh, the fatal shooting by police of 29-year-old Mark Duggan, or Dugan. I, I what know. was Mark doing when he got shot? Uh, well, or are people just well, using this as a fucking excuse? Let me, let me read the shit. whole thing. Sorry, I'm being a douche. I know, you can calm down. It's not the last segment. <laughs> uh, took place... Uh, during a planned arrest on August 4th on the Ferry Lane Bridge next to Tottenham Hale Station. Tottenham Hale, Hale Station. The incident was referred to the Independent Police Complaints Commission 
This is standard practice whenever a member of the public dies as a result of police action. It is not yet known why police were attempting to arrest him, but the IPCC said that the planned arrest was part of Operation Trident, which is way cooler than other names that we have for stuff here, Enduring Freedom and shit like that, a unit which investigates gun crime in London. Operation Trident, sounds like a Doctor Who thing, I swear to God, specializes in combating gun crime relating to the illegal drug trade. Friends and relatives of Dugan, an alleged cocaine dealer and member of the Star Gang, claimed that he was unarmed. The IPCC stated that Dugan was carrying a loaded handgun and that there was no evidence that Dugan shot, and there was no evidence that he shot at the police. After the shooting, the media widely reported that a bullet was found embedded in a police radio implying Dugan fired on the police. Guardian reported that initial ballistics tests on the bullets were covered from the police radio and another also claimed to have been fired by Dugan indicate that both were indicate that both were very distinct police issue hollow point bullets. On August 6th, a protest was held initially peacefully beginning at Broadwater Farm and finishing at Tottenham Police Station. The protest was organized by friends and relatives of Dugan to make a request for justice for the family. The group of some 200 people that marched on the police station included local residents, community leaders, and Dugan family members who were demanding to speak with a senior local police officer. They stayed in front of the police station hours longer than they originally planned because the police refused to speak to them. According to eyewitnesses, a younger and more aggressive crowd arrived at the scene around dusk, some of whom were carrying weapons. Violence okay, er- erupted on, on the rumor that police attacked a 15-year-old girl. Okay, this all sounds like just people being assholes. Well, underneath it, we, it says causes. Various opinions have been expressed in the press and elsewhere suggesting possible contributing factors to the unrest. These include the following. <coughs> Fatal shooting of a suspect by police, local tension with police, high unemployment and cuts in public services, economic crisis, poverty, the growing gap between rich and poor, criminal opportunism, recreational violence... I prefer recreational drug use over recreational violence. Gang culture. I go for recreational violent drug use. Oh, what is that? <laughs> Just like really taking Stab the heroin. Stab someone in the heart with a heroin needle. <laughs> and the chief constable of the West Midland Police Force is reporting to have characterized the behavior of the rioters in Birmingham as being motivated by greed. Not anger. I, I that's people just being douchebags. It sounds like initially it was and it was uh, uh we disagree with what happened with you. Yeah. Why did you have to shoot this guy? And Obviously now it's just escalating. And let's just let's. Uh, you know what it reminds me of? I know exactly what you're going to say. What Rodney King? No, 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 no because that was actually legitimate. Okay. No, none of no pulling no, no, no. pulling a dude out of a truck and beating the shit out of him. Not legitimate. Okay, but the anger, no. yes. But the reaction, no. I'm, ref- I'm okay. I go ahead. It reminds me of Steve Carell in Anchorman. Oh yeah. I don't know why I'm yelling. This got okay. out of hand. Where'd you get a trident? Yeah, exactly. So that's well from Operation that, Trident. It's fucking crazy. Okay, and yeah. this is one place where, quite frankly, the you know the Chinese excel. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna shut these fuckers down. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So. I think we've given it more than enough time. I feel bad that shit's happening. It's unfortunate that there's tons of unrest, but it's a whole bunch of douchebags. 
It is, but okay, it's I mean, not like they're fighting for freedom or blah blah blah. It's just like, hey, the, you know what? Scary Something part. happened, and we're really upset about it, and we're gonna go about dealing with it in the worst possible way. And hey, you know what? Now I'm gonna steal a bunch <laughs> of flat screen TVs, yeah, or set shit on fire. Exactly, stores. Yeah. you know. So like, okay, let's. Well, that's that's the thing. Anytime you have a riot, it leads to looting. Some exactly. people will go in there with the express reason of stealing shit. It happened during Katrina, and of course, those are the only people that Fox news focused on right you know. so moving on but the thing is if you look at because i haven't moved on yet if you look at the causes aside from fatal shooting of a suspect <laughs> by the police everything else is what's going on here yeah it's all social issues so what the fuck just move on and find a better way to handle it you fucking little babies have you seen some of the shit they're burning down yeah now? but you know it's like entire assholes. city blocks like i'm sorry just fucking get your shit together police and fix this shit shut well, these fuckers down yeah well there's that but I don't know. I don't know enough about what's going on in the country, like how the people in the country feel. I asked for for people's opinions way too late, and I apologize for that. Um, but where did it go? Oh, um, <laughs> to make a make a a, a s- terrible story about stupid people even worse. Obama secretly supports violent London rioters. Now, how how do you fuck that up? No, how do you even think you could draw that comparison? Because you, know, you know what it is. Because if he says, yeah, you know, it's pretty, you know, these people are upset. And, you know, you can kind of understand why they're upset. Then the National Review, very conservative publication, comes out and goes, oh, he's on the side of the, the, side of the rioters. You want, you, want you, to hear, you want to hear how they drew the comparison? How? Okay, well, let me, let me read the lead in here and get to it here. Uh, violent riots have swept London all week. The Washington Post reports last night that rampant looting and raging fires engulfed swaths of London on Monday as the wave of civil unrest that has gripped this sprawling capital escalated sharply. Tonight, 16,000 police officers will take the streets to try and control the situation. And apparently it seems like they, they're they're doing it. Ugh. And now there's a, a lot Good. of people that are out cleaning up, Good. which is, which is uh, I guess, good, right? Yeah. Uh, this morning, and this is August 9th. What's today? The, the 10th? The 10th, yes. Okay, so this is yesterday. yesterday. Uh, so yesterday, the National Review, in the National Review, Stanley Kurtz suggests that President Obama privately supports the violent protesters. Here's how Kurtz makes his case. And this is all from him. The London riots have already kicked off the latest version of the seemingly never-ending debate over whether such events should be seen primarily as political protest by the powerless or as an out-and-out law-breaking and vandalism. Back See, what? It's not that black and white. No, it's definitely okay. not. But, you know, but, people were pissed off that this dude got shot fine, and then others were just like, I don't know why we're yelling. <laughs> Let's throw a trash can through a fucking soup kitchen window or some bullshit. Yeah. Stop yeah. being fucking douchebags. Stop jumping on a fucking bandwagon, <sighs> doing dumb shit, and then finding a fucking reason to be mad assholes well he goes on to say back in 1992 20 years ago right obama clearly leaned toward the former (laughs) back in 1992 he was 30 yeah so i don't know what that means i found the press release obama issued to get project vote rolling in the acorn archives in the wisconsin herald society said obama in 1992 
No, that's weird. Um, the Los Angeles riots, and that's probably why it popped in my head, reflected a deep distrust and dissatisfaction with the existing power pattern in our society. That's Alinsky speak for we've got to use the power of the angry underclass to put capitalism in check. No, it's not. What a It means that a bunch stretch. of people were pissed off that a black guy got beat up by a bunch of fucking cops. Who that got one, away with it. That one, <clears throat> the fucking Rodney King shit makes a hell of a lot more sense than this London bullshit. Well, if, you, you if know, you're going to attribute you stop, any sense to riots, Well, that's then the yes. thing. If you stop 10 people in London and go, what are you protesting? Oi, I'm protesting the fact that I don't have a job. I'm protesting the fact that this dude well, they got talk shot. To a bunch I'm of protesting them. the fact that, you know what, they don't have nearly enough chimney sweep jobs. How come right? John Cleese isn't still on Faulty Towers? Right, exactly. It's just like, I'm... Protesting the fact that, you know what, glass windows aren't strong enough to stop a trash can, you know? <laughs> and I have to test every one of them. Fuck you, go home. And then he goes, he goes on to say, I certainly don't think President Obama would openly speak about events in London the way he spoke about the L.A. riots 19 years ago. What he thinks to himself is another matter. So let's, uh, l- let me read the rest here and, and get a little logical perspective on it. What better way to figure out what Obama thinks about the riots in London than sifting through 20-year-old press releases in the, the Acorn Archive? Fucking riots are different. Kurtz didn't let the fact that nothing in the Acorn Archive even begins to support this conclusion that Obama supports people who are burning down buildings and smashing store windows in London. He simply translates the press release to Alinsky speak. And the logic of his conspiracy theory is complete. The National Review... It's full of shit. Let's see. Uh, Runs so deep, no leap of logic is too great to support their contention that he's a secret radical. Now, I noticed no one came out and said, oh, the the Egypt, you know, the the uprising. He secretly supports that. No, you can openly support that. Because that made fucking sense. Yeah. This is like 30 different fucking reasons. It's bullshit. This is, this, this, if that dude hadn't gotten shot, this shit would not be happening. People jumped on a fucking bandwagon, looked for a reason to be assholes, and got on the news. Well, yeah. Okay. So, end of fucking story. I mean, you saw what happened when the the fucking Bruins won the cup. Yeah. It's for time. Canada burned themselves down because that's worth it. It's fucking, it's dumb. Moving on. Yeah. I just hope everybody that 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 we know and and I hope everybody stays safe. What is this shit? All right, this is what this is what we're gonna end with that before we get the voicemail with the sticking the finger up. And okay, tie. This is from what is this site? What is the permission slip? Oh, I'll, I'll read it to you. It says, "Dear parent slash guardian of." Then in the name of the kid. Okay. On Monday, the 22nd of March, classes from our fi- from year five and six will be attending the presentation held outside of school grounds at the Mary Richardson Memorial Hall. Now, this is in Australia, so I, okay. I've, I've read up a little bit on this, so I, I understand a little bit more about what's going to happen. Um, but it'll all become clear as we go through the, uh, the back and forth in the email. Um. During the presentation, the true meaning of Easter will be explained in an entertaining and fun-filled play performed by members of the Grange Uniting Church Youth Drama Group. Students must have a signed permission slip prior to departure. If you give your child permission to attend this presentation, please sign and return to the school with your child. If you have any questions, blah, 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 call. And then there's the school chaplain, Daryl Robinson is his name. And then it's, I give my child permission with a box next to it that is pre-checked. 
and then a box that's empty that says I do not give my child permission um, to attend the Mary Richardson Memorial Hall. And then there's a picture of an Easter bunny holding a giant egg over a picture of Jesus. Looks like he's stuck in quicksand holding holding the cross, right? That looks like Jesus in quicksand, right? Oh, yeah. So we get to the meat of it with the uh, with the emails. From David to Daryl, subject permission slip. Dear Daryl. David is assumingly the parent of the child. Yes. Okay. I have received your permission slip featuring what I can only assume is a levitating rabbit about to drop an egg on Jesus. <laughs> Thanks for your pre-ticking the permission box as this has saved me not only from having to make a choice. <laughs> I'm not going to make it through this. But also from having to make my own 45 degree downward stroke followed by a 20% longer 45 degree upward stroke. Without your guidance, I may have drawn a picture of a cactus wearing a hat by mistake. As I trust my offspring's ability to separate fact from fantasy, I am happy for him to participate in your indoctrination process on the proviso that all references to Jesus are replaced with the term purportedly magic Jew. Regards, (laughs) David. From Daryl to David, subject permission slip. Hello, David. The tick in the box already was a mistake I noticed after printing them all. I've seen the play, and it's not indoctrinating anyone. It's a fun play performed by a great bunch of kids. You do not have to be religious to enjoy it. You are welcome to attend if you have any concerns. Daryl Robinson, school chaplain. From David to Daryl. David's responses are awesome. Um, Regarding, regarding, permission slip. Yeah. Thank you for the kind offer. Being unable to think of anything more exciting than attending your entertaining and fun-filled afternoon, I tried harder and thought of about 400 things. I was actually in a Bible-based play once and played the role of annoyed about having to do this. (laughs) My scene involved offering a pot plant, as nobody knew what myrrh was, to a plastic baby Jesus, then standing between, I forgot my costume, so I'm wearing the teacher's poncho, and I don't feel very well. Highlights of the play included a nervous donkey with diarrhea causing I don't feel very well to vomit under the back of Mary's head and the lighting system designed to provide a halo effect around the manger, overheating and setting it alight. The teacher later criticized for dousing an electrical fire with a bucket of water and endangering the lives of children, left the building in tears in the audience in silence. We only saw her again briefly when she came back to the school to collect her poncho. Also, your inference that I am without religion is incorrect as I am actually torn between two faiths. While your God promise of while your God's promise of eternal life is very persuasive, the Papua New Guinea mud god <laughs> Pikiwaki is promising a pig and as many coconuts as you can carry. Regards, David. From Daryl to David, and it just keeps going. All of these have another yeah. regarding in the subject line. Hello, David. While it would be a pity for Seb to miss out, that must be the kid's name, on the important message of hope that the story of the resurrection gives, if you don't want him to attend the presentation on Monday, then just tick the boxes that says, I do not give my child permission to attend. Dow Robinson, school Dow's getting a little tired of this shit. Yes, but it keeps going. (laughs) From David to Daryl. Dear Daryl. I understand the importance the resurrection story holds in your particular religion. If I, too, knew some guy (laughs) that had been killed and placed inside a cave with a rock in front of it, and I visited the cave to find the rock moved and his body gone, the only logical assumption (laughs) would be that he had risen from the dead and is the son of God. 
Once, my friend Simon was rushed to the hospital to have his appendix removed, and I visited him the next day to find his bed empty. I immediately sacrificed a goat and burned a witch in his name. <laughs> but it turned out that he had not had not had appendicitis, just needed a good poo, and I was home playing PlayStation. Someone probably should have asked, so the rock has been moved and he's gone. Has anyone checked his house? I realized PlayStation was not around in those days, but they probably had the equivalent, a muddy stick or something. I would have said, can someone please check if Jesus is at home playing with his muddy stick? If not, then and only then should we assume, logically, that he has risen from the dead and is the Son of God. (laughs) If we can accept, though, that Jesus was the Son of an infinite being capable of anything, he probably did have a PlayStation. Probably a PlayStation 7. (laughs) Shit was probably awesome. (laughs) I know I have to get my offspring all the latest gadgets. God would probably have to (laughs) have said to him, I was going to wait another 2,000 years to give you this, but seeing as how you've been good, just don't tell your mother about Grand Theft Auto. Also, is it true that Jesus can be stabbed during a sword fight and be okay due to the fact that he can only die if he gets his head chopped off? (laughs) Regards, David. From Daryl to David. Nowhere in the Bible does Jesus have a sword fight. Learning the teaching of the Bible is not just about religion. It teaches a set of ethics that are sadly not taught by parents nowadays. Oh. Daryl Robinson, school chaplain. You can see his responses are kind yeah, of long. Yeah, he's getting pissed. Dear Daryl, you raised a very valid point, and I appreciate you pointing out, my, pointing out my failings as a parent. Practicing a system of ethics based on the promise of a reward, in your case an afterlife, is certainly preferable to practicing a system of ethics based on it simply being the right thing to do. Yes. <laughs> Many years ago, here's where the crazy starts coming back in. Many years ago, I lived next door to a Christian named Mr. Stevens. You could tell he was a Christian because he had a fish sticker on his Datsun. He used to wave at us kids from the bathroom window on hot summer days as we played in the sprinkler. I learned a lot from Mr. Stevens, mainly about wrestling holds. The trick is to oil up really well, making it hard for the other person to hold on to you. I would often lie on his living room rug, looking up at the pictures of sunsets behind quotes from Psalms, while waiting for him to unwrap his legs from around my torso. Your job would be made much easier if, after making the school children sit through an hour of church youth group teens dancing, singing, and reenacting Jewish magic tricks... <laughs> Wow. You simply told them that it was just a small taste of what hell was like, and if they didn't believe in Jesus, they would have to sit through it again. When I was in school, (laughs) we were forced to attend a similar presentation. Herded into the gym under the pretense of free chips, we were assaulted with an hour of hippies playing guitars and a dancer team featuring some kind of colorful coat and a lot of looking upward. Due to the air conditioning in the packed gym not working and it being a hot day, the hippie wearing the colorful coat blacked out mid-performance and struck his head against the front front edge of the stage, spraying the first two rows of cross-legged children with blood. Unconscious, he also urinated. (laughs) There was a bit of screaming and an ambulance involved, and everyone agreed it was the best play they had ever seen. (laughs) From Daryl to David. Hello, David. I don't see what any of this has to do with this play. It's important for children to have balance in their lives, and spirituality is as important in the child's life as anything else. There's an old saying that life without religion is life without beauty. Oh, my God. Daryl, just stop fucking asking for it. (laughs) Dear (laughs) Daryl, I agree completely that balance is an important component of a child's education. I will assume, then, that you will be organizing a class excursion 
to a play depicting the 15 billion year expansion of the universe from its initial particle soup moments following the Big Bang through molecule coalition, galaxy and planetary formation, and eventually life. Perhaps your church youth group could put together an interpretive dance routine representing the behavior of Saturn's moon Hyperion, shattered by an ancient collision and falling randomly back together, tugging to and fro by the gravitational pull of Titan, 16 sister moons, the multi-billion-fold moonlets of Saturn's rings, Saturn's gravitational field, companion planets, and the variability of Sol, stars, galaxy, neighboring galaxies, or possibly not, according to an old saying, there is no beauty in this. (laughs) Also, while I understand that the play is to be held outside school grounds due to the fact that it's illegal to present medieval metaphysics propaganda in public schools. <laughs> I really like that, medieval metaphysics propaganda. It is also my understanding that you are now required by law, as of last year, to go by the title Christian Volunteer rather than School Chaplain, a memo you may have missed or filed in your overflowing facts that cease to exist when they are ignored, Trey. <laughs> oh! Wow. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Um, from Daryl to David. I'm not going to waste any more precious time replying to your stupid emails. If you don't want your child to attend a play, just indicate that on the permission slip. So there's the permission slip. He taped somebody's face over Jesus, and he drew a cactus wearing a hat. (laughs) And he also scribbled out the check mark and the I do. So the response back is, I will pray for you. David wrote, thanks. Mention that I want a Toyota Prado if you get the chance. A white one with dark gray leather interior and sat nav. Regards, David. Daryl writes, I've had enough of your nonsense. Don't email me again. From God to Daryl. Oh subject, God. word of God. Daryl, this is God. Buy David a Toyota Prado. A white one with dark gray leather interior and sat nav. Daryl writes back to David, I'm serious. <laughs> From God to Daryl Robinson. Okay. Because <laughs> he was smart enough to understand that at that point, he's pushing his luck. Yeah. But holy shit, why did that guy keep feeding into I, it? I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's really funny. It is. Uh, holy shit. All right, I think we're good here. Huh? What do you think? Yeah, let's do some email. All right, go ahead. You got a bunch of those. All right. Uh, the first one is from the whole Google Plus thing. From Ian, um, all this goes back to our thing about motorcycles and scooters. Under 100 cc's, you don't need a license plate, but you are supposed to ride in the right lane unless passing, avoiding obstacles, or turning left. People can't go fast enough. They're required to be in the rightmost lane. Not sure about Massachusetts, but in Maryland, mopeds, which have bike pedals, are actually illegal. Okay, right. so no asshole on a scooter, and I'm going to call him an asshole on a scooter, should be driving down the center dotted line on a two-lane, four-lane road, right? Okay, so I was right to be pissed off about that. All right, Uh, we have another one for me, and um, I agree that Morrissey, this is when Morrissey made a song or said some bullshit about... Yeah, he sang Meat is Murder and then compared uh, Norway to McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. I agree that Morrissey was being ridiculous and is an asshole. I also think that most of the meat industry are criminals between the piece-of-shit fast food companies lobbying to advertise to children, to the bastards who put, like, shit like this into the food system and get people killed. Um, this is a link to a story about 35 million pounds, 36 million pounds of salmonella tainted proof that our food safety system is broken. I think they're two totally different topics. I don't think that they're fucked. Some of them are criminals. Um, 
The piece of shit fast food companies lobbying to advertise to children. You know what? It's no fucking dif- difference than anybody else lobbying to anything else. I mean, anybody lobbying to kids, whether it be toys or video games or food, ice cream, fucking crackers, it's going to happen. They're running a fucking business. It's up to parents to weed the bullshit and decide what their kids eat. No one is fucking telling your kids to go eat at McDonald's. Hmm. All right? You know, you know so what, you know what I the, don't, the problem I have with McDonald's is? It used to be when when we were all young, it was like uh you know oh it's Friday or it's Sunday and you do it once yeah. a week. Now people are doing it twice a day. Well, you know what? But that's not McDonald's fault. No, it it really isn't. I I understand where I mean, he's what's coming McDonald's from. McDonald's going to say, hey, you guys were in here yesterday. Get the fuck out. I mean, I don't understand. I don't. Un- I, I. It's not that I don't understand, but I don't know how the beef lobby works. I know that it's a huge thing and they're basically unstoppable. Um, but like we said, if we could help it, we would get rid of all lobbyists. Yeah. So let me, let me read a little bit of this here that he sent us this link. Um, so it's the 36 million, 36 million pounds. That's a lot. If Cargill's 36 million pounds of antibiotic resistant salmonella tainted Turkey that sickened 77 people and killed one at last count proves anything it's this the government's approach to regulating disease causing pathogens like salmonella and e coli in food the same way it regulates plaster chalk or even uh melamine simply doesn't work according to the usda and fda stuff added to food that makes it dangerous to eat is an is an adulterant and adulterants that's a tough word to say in food are illegal uh, so far, so good. It's it's spelled A D U L T E R A N T, right? Adulterant. Adulterant. Yeah. Okay. Who would create a word that's so difficult to say? I have no idea. So far, so good. But it turns out that, that at USDA, it's not enough that meat has something in it that shouldn't be there. It has to be something that the agency officially considers an adulterant, and the fact has proven a and that fact has proven a regulatory loophole that Cargill was able to drive. 36 million pounds of contaminated turkey through. The question is how? <clears throat> Marin McKenna explains over at Wired Science that the USDA neglected slash refused to declare the, that particular strain of salmonella that contaminated Cargill's turkey as an adulterant. Therefore, Cargill wasn't breaking any law in distributing turkey containing this superbug. And to the extent the government knew about the problems at the Cargill facility... They produced the turkey, which it appears they did as early as May. There was little they could do. That doesn't make sense. That's stupid. And even knowing the full extent of the contamination as they do now, the government can't really push Cargill because, according to our food safety regime, Cargill didn't do anything illegal. Well, that's a broken fucking system, huh? Yeah. The system, after all, is designed to stop adulterants. And the USDA in particular only acts proactively against disease-causing pathogens to the extent they are classified as adulterants. Oh, my God. McKenna highlights the impact of such a declaration. Declaring declaring an organism an adulterant doesn't only make it illegal for food producers to distribute. It also imposes a duty on federal food safety agencies to detect its presence in food so as to prevent its distribution. When USDA accepted E. coli... Uh, 0157 or 0157 it looks like 
As an adulterant in 1994, the agency created a sampling and testing program that operates within the food production industry to detect the, the organism and stop it before it goes out the plant, out of the plant loading dock. No such program exists for resistant salmonella, even though there have been 29 known outbreaks of resistant salmonella in food in the United States since the 70s. And that's outbreaks, not just people that got it. That's ugh. Meanwhile, Grist contributor... Michelle Simon explained that we got into this mess despite the fact that federal meat safety laws are surprisingly clear on the subject of adulterated food. Both the Federal Meat Inspection Act and the Poultry Products Inspection Act define meat or poultry as adulterated, quote, if it bears or contains any poisonous or deleterious substance Mm -hmm. which may render it injurious to health. Well, I don't. I don't understand. Just sounds like they if, can do it. If there's something in the food that can kill somebody or has killed someone, yeah, or makes them sick, aren't they? Re- I mean, uh, right. aside so just fucking fix the rule. But let me ask you this: If you cook the meat well enough, shouldn't it kill it? Probably. I, I see. I, it's little things. I don't. See, I don't know. I mean, that doesn't make it clear. And this is a pretty. Well, it also says that there's. There's. It's basically like. <laughs> But you, but you know what the article makes it sound like? It makes it sound like like the FDA is just like, wow, we don't give a fuck what you do, and the company is just like, yeah, they don't give a fuck what we do, you know. And and and, and really, okay, it, it kind of does sound like that, yeah. It, that that's what the article sounds like. I mean, and and logic says, I mean, how many fucking people are out there distributing meat with the hopes of getting the public sick? Well, okay? I think I think what they're doing is they're saving money by not testing for it. Exactly. Because if they test for it, then they have all this. T- right. That's the problem. 36, so that it's, it's like a government million? regulation, you know, kind of thing. So <coughs> just the government needs to be a little bit tighter on regulation. That That's all this fucking is. Yeah, you know, you know what kind of regulations I would, I would like regulations where uh, money that I save doesn't go down the fucking toilet. Food I eat that you know shouldn't instantly kill me right. doesn't instantly kill it's me it's a good rule i would like there so to not be like rule. like lead in in the toys i give my children you know stuff like that but this the, the, this article to me is like blowing up an issue that but that's you know, a lot that's a lot of beef. Yeah, it is a lot of beef and that that you know what honestly that's more than a lot but of beef. The article to makes me. it sound like there's this fucking conspiracy like No, oh, it sounds like there's 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 loopholes like a, a mile wide. So clean the fucking loophole out. Well, that's the problem. The the lobby for it is so huge. Yeah. That shit's never going to happen. That's why it'll never fit. So people are going to die. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next email. Bikes. Um sorry this should be the last email. Uh, in Texas, bicycles have the same rights as a car. Legally, you're supposed to ride uh, on the street, stop at stop signs or red lights, and observe all rights away. I would assume scooters are such um, and such are the same. I would agree with that. I think that's probably the case. Yeah, um, yeah. But you don't pull stupid dick moves while you're on your scooter. Right. Um, this one, concerning comic book movies. This is from I, yes. James the Dork. James and I... Um, Wait, is that is that the same James that I like, can I see for a second? Oh no, sorry. No, it's... All right. Um I may gripe <laughs> with Amazing Spider Man and even Man of Steel is that I think it's insulting to even assume that America needs to be told who Superman and Spider Man are. We That's know. a good point. Especially with Superman, these characters are so deeply ingrained in the American zeitgeist that you could literally open a film with Superman fighting a bad guy and no one would be lost. Right. Uh what we need from these movies 
um, is introductions for the new characters, which is what always gets rushed and lost on the pursuit of telling us that Superman fell from Krypton for the third or fourth time. Dark Knight, in my opinion, was great because Batman was a known quantity, but Dark Knight was also a sequel, which left plenty of room to flesh out Joker. No, no, but, I mean, they could have gone back and they could have shown, oh, look, he's going to his parents' grave again, and there's all that sad bullshit. Yeah, but there's no need to. I mean, That's, and that's exactly what already, he's saying. But yeah. it was already a second movie. If you said that you could have made Dark Knight a first movie, I think that would have worked as well. You could have, yeah. Yeah, okay, all right. I see it both ways. That makes um, sense. Same thing with Spider-Man 2 and Doc Ock. I get that they just wanted to move to mechanical web shooters, so that's why they're supposedly needing to reboot. But honestly, why bother? I don't give two shits how Sp- Spidey got his web shooters, and I've always thought organic shooters made more sense. Mm. So that's my main gripe with these reboots. They rob us of build-up with some new characters that we don't know about. They don't reboot James Bond every 10 years. Why should Spider-Man be any different? Even when they did reboot Bond, it was only in the sense that they remade the first Bond novel for the majority of people. Casino Royale was just another Bond film, James the Dork. That's true. Every James Bond movie, you don't see him figuring out how to be James Bond. That is true. That is true. I thought that was James from uh, from Australia because we've been having words about Captain America. Good natured. but uh, No, I, I wouldn't mind if <clears throat> there was a little bit of flashback in the new Spider-Man you know, with oh well, this is what happened here, and that's what happened. But if it was like a little bit, if it's not, if it's not, if it's the build up in the beginning of the movie, because honestly, two thousand two to to two thousand twelve, ten years. If you can't remember where Spider Man came from from ten fucking years ago, what little kid doesn't know what happened? But to here's Spider-Man? the thing, though. Here's the thing. Yeah. From a story point of view. Yeah. Okay. Some character, and you would assume it's the main character. Right, the titular character being Spider-Man needs to have some sort of arc. Right. All right. First movie, you're learning who Peter is. Yeah. Okay. Gets his powers. Gets some confidence. All right. Right. Moves up. Has some issues, and then he ends up in a different place. From a story structure point of view, that needs to happen. Yeah. All right. Yeah. In a second movie like Spider-Man Two where you're able to play a little bit more with Doc Ock, right. all right, you don't get, you get Peter's arc, but his story is less, it's less full without having seen how he got there in the beginning. Yeah, And yeah. I don't think that it serves the story in a second movie. I don't think it would serve the story in, to, to do it with just flashbacks. All right. Hmm. Wait. In a second movie or this reboot? All right. If Spider-Man 2, if you didn't do an origin movie with Spider-Man. Right. Okay. Or Batman. Right. Okay. If you didn't have that origin. Yeah. And you started with like, if Dark Knight was the first Batman movie. Right. Sure. It would have been, I mean, we all know the origin of Batman. Yeah. Okay. But if you started with that, where is his character's arc? You're you're getting him in the well, middle. Well, let me let me let, let's let's focus on Dark Knight because I think that's a that's a special case. In Dark Knight, where was Batman for most of the movie? Seriously, where was he? But the whole story, he wasn't but, he wasn't really there. He was just like a presence that but that the everybody question knew that about. Comes up is does Gotham need Batman? Does right. Bruce Wayne need Batman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
And you can't have those questions without Batman Begins. Because, right. I mean, yeah, we know he decides to fight crime because his parents were killed. We all get that. Right. Right. Okay. I think I think there's three or four superheroes that just don't need origin stories anymore unless it's 20 years later. And Superman. Superman's Superman, the other one. But the thing is, though, Superman, there's no fucking conflict for Superman. No. Superman's only issue is that he's the only stupid motherfucker who can't find any kryptonite. Everybody <laughs> else knows where to get the fucking kryptonite except him. Yeah, hey, did you watch the uh, the cut thing from Superman Returns, the cut intro? No. So fucking boring. He goes to Krypton and he wonders why he gets sick. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Because it's made of fucking kryptonite. It's Krypton. Why the fuck? He can't go to Krypton. He had a spaceship. It's not Don't there. even. Don't even. No, there was a piece of a ch- whatever. Oh, it was. There's a reason. There's a reason that. it was cut. That's the reason it was because it's retarded and a waste of fucking but it, money. But with the last Spider-Man movie being out in 2007, and the like, the fact that they're on DVD and readily available and shown all the time on TV, I don't think you need to do the origin again, except in little snippets in the beginning. You could condense the whole origin of Spider-Man in a six or seven reel movie down to one reel. But the thing is, though, it's not just about seeing what happened. It's about seeing how what happened sort of develops his character and how it becomes his character, okay? And I think that despite knowing the what happened, okay, how it you know, weaves its way into this person's character. Yeah. I think it's important. I think that you need to do it. Well, there's, there's, despite there's, knowing it. It it did it did help because I mean, those movies weren't about Spider Man. They were about Peter no, Parker. Right, right. And that's what made those movies great. Yeah. All right. That's why Superman sucks. Because he's so <laughs> fucking boring. I don't know. And it would be really know? interesting to see more of, you know, Clark Kent, quite frankly. And yeah. to see how being Superman is makes it difficult for him to be Clark Kent. Yeah. Well, Superman, Superman, I think is is a difficult thing for for writers to that aren't familiar with it to really deal with because, like, what can you throw at him? You know, they're they're throwing General Zod in the next one. Big fucking deal. It's you know, another but, dude. But that's the thing. It's like we've seen that. But it's another dude who's going to know where all the fucking kryptonite is. Yeah. Except yeah. him. Yeah, well, of course. <clears throat> uh, you know, I, I've been saying for a long time, bring in Brainiac. Somebody that can outsmart Superman. Show that Superman's more than just brute strength and speed. Superman's brilliant. Superman's fucking boring. Well, he is. And then, But the thing is, though, there's no reason why Superman should be brilliant. Well, why not? He can't be dumb. Why not? I think a dumb Superman would be fucking awesome. Well, that's Bizarro. I think a dumb Superman. No, I mean literally the be... character no, I know, of Bizarro. I know, but think about it. Okay, the brain is not a muscle, really. Well, it doesn't matter. And I mean, so the sun would not really affect it. It wouldn't make it super strong. Okay, it well, makes it better for. It makes it. You know, he doesn't get hurt. But I'm not saying that Superman. <laughs> it, it, he wouldn't be super fucking smart. He's an average intelligence. He's a strong guy. No, Big he's, fucking deal. He's smart. He on a, the whole trip to Earth. We saw in the first movie. He was taught the entire time. He was. He was. Oh, big fucking deal. Yeah, yeah. And listen, kids. Oh listen, God, you have a point. So fuck that. Kids making fucking. 
kids listening to Mozart when they're it's a little different. He's he's an alien, so it's it's different. We can just say he's he's a genius. That's fine. But that all right. You know what though? Yeah. That's one more thing that makes him boring. Because well, then he that's has the absolutely no fucking vulnerability. That it, yeah, that's the problem with him. That's why people don't know how to write stories for him that are any good. What kind of challenge do you put? You know what? You get you get to throw Doomsday at him. Some something that he can't outsmart or outpunch. You got to give him a challenge. You know, find the fucking kryptonite. You know what? Fuck, fuck kryptonite. You know, it's stupid bullshit. All right, next one. Yeah, from um, Three Fears. Hey guys, longtime listener, and I believe this is the second time I've emailed you two before. Nice. I uh, just wanted to say I totally agree with you guys on the subject of people on their cell phones in movie theaters. Mm. After listening to podcast episode one fifty five, it got me thinking about all the times I've seen people pull out their cell phones in the middle of a movie. Oh. My fiance is one of those individuals, bitch. And even with her, <laughs> terrible. it bothers me. If You're I'm terrible. paying nearly $30 on two tickets to watch a movie, uh, I want to do so without being blinded by a light in front of me. Mm. Why does your girlfriend sit in front of you? <laughs> there have been times when other people have asked my fiance to turn off her cell phone. Yeah, because that's going to happen with a teenage girl. And there have been a You're time when a man with she's a, a teenage girl. tone in his voice told her to shut off her phone now. Now, I may agree with him that she should put her phone away, but to threaten someone over shutting off a cell phone is just ridiculous. And being the person I am, I stood up, told him to shut up and sit down unless he wants to discuss this outside with me further. He looked at me. I'm roughly 6'3 and 275 pounds and decided to sit down. I went back to watching the movie. Hmm. My fiance was happy and I stood up for her and for her back to watching the movie. I asked her nicely to put her cell phone away and she did. That's how the man should have asked her to put her cell phone away, not with an aggressive tone with a smile. It all comes back to what I say. Don't be an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next one. This is from Scott. Hey, guys. I like to play everything I do pretty close to the hip. So when I'm all finished this week, my intention should be as clear as scrubbing bubbles on the toilet in the bathroom. I'm not going to go bananas or even crazy with a banana. A ban- a ba- with a blah. How are you doing there? I'm not going to go bananas or even crazy with a banana about this not being the three-year episode i'm just going to do my thing and give you another banger banger statement doesn't that sound amazing peace and love reverend scott I, sh- I swear to god he just makes you say shit for his own amusement i know all right let's see play it's almost like i'm spoon feeding him the shit i'm just gonna stop talking <laughs> spoon feeding him the shit did you get that nice and clearly there ref Good. spoon feeding him the shit. Oh, I, don't know how, I don't know how we got a hold of the. Welcome uh, to the Are You Serious the episode 156. This week. It's a regular segment as usual. <laughs> I felt so bad. Yeah. Hey, Chris and Frank. So I had some big plans for the three year show and. I guess I'll uh, have to wait on that for now, because originally when I stated that the three-year show would be on episode 156, little did I know that you guys would be up to your typical tricks and deceit, meaning it would be over a month until I can unleash the three-year beast. Lighten up, <laughs> motherfucker. That's someone <laughs> whose wife doesn't go down on him. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Settle down, Frank. <laughs> I know you're excited about what I'm busting out for the special episode, but you don't have to be an asshole. Yeah, I'm an asshole. A loudmouth douchebag. That's an understatement. <laughs> But it's kind of understandable considering the drugs you do. It's just all cocaine. But I, well, there was a lot of PCP. Yeah. I guess what I wanted to say was uh, none of my plans for the big show have changed. I'm doing everything I set out to do, and it'll just have to sit on the back burner for a month or so. Until that time, I guess we can continue to focus on my independent presidential campaign. I'm starting to think that finding a new dependable running mate for this race isn't going to happen. I mean, why is it that every previous running mate happened to be a nut job or a sexual deviant? It's almost like they think everyone around them is sick and their penis is the cure. There's no medical need for boners. Exactly, Chris. That's my point. I kick him in the cock. Maybe then uh, they'd think twice about waving them around in front of everybody on the internet. Uh, so anything else you want to say, Chris? I need to keep my fucking mouth shut because I am a huge cock. <laughs> I don't think that fact's going to bother the type of politicians I'm talking about. But they don't like that I like the cock. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, I, I wouldn't judge you, Frank, but I, I can't speak for Chris. I hadn't heard that. That's a new twist. <laughs> uh, that's what she said. Oh. Honestly, though, with even with no running mate, I may not be in as much trouble with the voting public as you two are. I'm pretty sure it's a good idea to try to not exclude any major types of voters, but you guys don't seem to give a shit about that notion. Over the long run, Jews, Christians, blacks, artists, feminists, gays, free thinkers, and nonconformists pose a threat to Western human rights in general and American liberty in particular. Awesome. Wow. Wow is right. Are we for those things or against them? I don't know what you are exactly, but I can probably guess what the rest of America is. So what would you guys do if a huge nude station got their hands on that bit of information? I would shit myself. Yeah. I would <laughs> shit myself. It would launch me out of the area. <laughs> I would Rocket poop away. Exactly. The only thing that saved him was the massive amount oh God, of I said that. poop that he... You don't sucked. normally see that amount of thrust coming out of a human being. So it's probably bad that I already sent it to 60 Minutes and Fox News? Fuck you, you fucking fucking fuck and twitter i, I just don't fucking get it i can't yell loud enough to yell at this stupid no. fucking asshole yeah, yeah. fuck motherfucker fucking asshole yeah oh you probably still love me right i i bet you think i'm the most most pretentious cockbag <laughs> on the face of the planet i was gonna say swell guy but i guess bitch will you shut the fuck up <laughs> You're a fucking asshole. Shut the fuck up. Fine, but only until next week. Look, you know what? You are nothing. There's no (laughs) substance to you. You are, you are, you're, you're dust in the wind. Well, I guess all there's left to say then is peace and love, guys. (laughs) Oh, and there's this too. I'd have a poster of Michelle Bachman on the ceiling over my bed, if you know what I mean, and I think you do. There you go, Scott. You're welcome. Cockballs. That was uh, brilliant at the oh, end there. Shit. Oh man! Wow, that's just some very, very skillful cutting. <laughs> that is nice. That job. is good to hear from you, Scott. <sighs> We're gonna kill you in the polls, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, well, now that we've laid out our quote-unquote platform, yeah, we've laid out our platform. I can just hear it with the music behind it that he's gonna do in the voice. I know it's terrible. We're fucked. These atheist douchebags think that they could just kill all the prisoners. <laughs> no, I'm not saying I want to kill if the prisoners. If they want it. If, <laughs> give them the choice. Pick cake or death. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love death. Oh, shit, I meant cake. Just cake. No, seriously. 
pick the fucking peaches off the tree or die. I said hard. Oh, all the peaches have been picked. Fucking die. Okay. Now you can pick up shit on the highway. Lots of shit you can do. Mow some lawns, wash some dishes. All right. Wash some dishes. Or die. You have a choice, which is more. In fact, you're giving the prisoners more because you're giving them a choice. Now, the way it works is, okay, you're found guilty. You're going to this prison. This is what you get. Okay? You're giving them a choice. You know? Yes, I'd like to work. I'd like to contribute to society for $2 a day. All right? Because then I don't have to stay in prison and wait to die. No. Okay? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, die. <laughs> You're just feeding him lines now. That's pretty much all die. it is. Die. Yeah. Oh, man. Are you serious? Podcast at gmail.com. Tell me how wrong I am. Hey, guess who's coming up for uh, Rock and Shock in October? Tell me. Take a guess. He was uh, on the show earlier. I um I don't know. Scott, yeah. Reverend Scott. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Going to meet face cool. to face. Uh oh, that's yeah. a little terrifying. Oh. for When's who Rockers? though? That's like October, right? Yep. yep. Maybe, maybe I'll drop by. No, oh, maybe. That'd be fun to meet him. Yeah. Yell yeah. at him to his face. Yeah, you will not, bitch. <laughs> All right. You know, do the stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna go home and look at porn. No, no, I meant the closing stuff. Oh I, yeah, I don't care what I you do once the, you leave. I just did the. <laughs> did you? I didn't even hear it. I did. I said, "Are you serious?" Podcast at gmail dot com. Oh, I guess I should do the phone number. What is it? Two zero six three three eight three zero nine four. Yeah, it's that. Yeah. All right. And uh, if you're in the UK, send us. You know. Yeah, your, let us know what's going on. Your take on the riot. Douchebags being assholes. Yeah, <laughs> we need. We need definitely need more information on that. And uh, of course, any crazy news stories that you can find. I had a whole bunch bookmarked and I left them at work. Ah. <laughs> They're on the work computer. But as we can see it over three hours and 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, we had no um, problem finding stuff to talk about. I yeah. thought, didn't we say that we were going to try and make shows shorter? And since we have said that, we have continuously had three-hour shows the last like, two or three weeks. Two weeks. Uh, last week was three hours. This week's three hours. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just glad that people are listening. Jeez, they find us interesting. Figure. I don't know if it's interesting. I don't know. Uh, they, they only listen for Scott, so. Yeah. I think we should, should we just end it like responsible podcasters? No. All right. Bye. Have a good week. They're playing for tomorrow, metaphoric tomorrow, not the literal tomorrow. They're playing for the quarterly report. They're playing for the next election cycle. And that is mortgaging the actual future of this nation. The rest of the country, the rest of the world, is going to pass it by. That's...
And that's the type of government investment that does have the multiplier effect. I mean, it, look, you just had a stimulus that didn't, didn't include it, and I think there were some management issues, too. But you also had the TARP. So my point is that, yes, that's the type of program that we have historically have been a capital investment and had a multiplier effect. That's not what you're seeing today, and the reason is, is that we've, no offense, pissed away so much money in these stimulus packages. And by, by the way, it cost, it, there were budget, there was cost overruns. That, that's not a, uh, right. and, and that's yeah. bad. But, but, if there's a cost overrun on anything in this world, should we sub- be surprised it comes about on something that you've never done before? This is a telescope without precedent in its size, right. in its scale, in how deep into the universe it's going to reach to tell us about the origins of the cosmos and the, the, the engineering innovations that need to be brought to bear to make that happen. Speak it, Rev. <laughs> I'm just saying. This, I wish Dr. Cornell West was here to... This, Brother Neil. This is the America I grew up in. Hallelujah. And in, it's the America I want to hand to my kids. But see, this is what we need, because we need a preacher of science. Because, like, this is the week... I guess it's... To, is it tomorrow that Rick Perry's... Uh, yes. Uh, Christ T'Challa down there in, in Houston... <laughs> No, I don't know if you... Christopalooza. Right. Christopalooza. (laughs) No, you're going to step on our bit. Um, But if you don't know what's going on, Rick Perry, the governor of of Texas, has organized this over many months in in Houston's Reliant Stadium, a uh, 70,000-seat football stadium, to have this this day. They're calling it the response, a day of prayer to fix our nation's uh, problems. very bright to pick. It was going to be like 102 degrees. Real smart to do it in Houston, in the- a, a city of like Lagos, Nigeria, in sweltering this in the middle of August. That's when they're having it. But only 8,000 of the seats uh, so far have been taken, and it's and it's and it's free. And the, maybe the the problem problem is uh, let's show you. This is this is a bit of the uh, the ad that they were showing to get people to come. This is what they showed. Economic collapse. Injustice, violence, perversion, division, abuse, natural disaster, terrorism, depression, addiction, fear. Why is this happening now? Why is this happening to us? To me. To them. To this nation. Who is responsible? What can we do? I just want my children to be happy for my parents to stop fighting. To get a job when I graduate. Be able to pay my bills. For my daddy to love me. There is a crisis in America, and not just one. It feels like America's knees are buckling. Maybe that's the point. We cannot keep going like this. Someone has to do something. There has to be a response. And the response is to, you know, throw your hands up and say, Jesus, take the wheel. But. <laughs> But since only 8,000 people have signed up, we decided that this ad was not cutting it. So we made an ad <laughs> that might, as they say <laughs> in, the, in the entertainment business, put asses in seats. Show us the, show the one that we made. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday at Reliance Stadium in Houston. It's Rick Perry's Prayer of Palooza Praytacular. See Rick Perry's gas-guzzling Godmobile take on the half-tank, half-truck. Beast of the apocalypse. 
see America's top megachurch preachers in a call to Christ cage match. Plus, Marcus Bachman's salute to the first ladies of Broadway with music from Stigmata, the Oak Ridge Boy, and the Christian comedy of Jeff Dunham and Judas. Potential special guest, everyone's favorite savior, Jesus. Salvation for the adults, free snakes for the kids, Rick Perry's Prayer of Palooza Praytacular. Be there, or America goes to hell. Oh, oh, oh. End of line.